Wakey, wakey, Iggy Biggy. Tis the Smod Coast Morning Show, blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. Quick pass into the middle for Flanagan. Flanagan, lots of room, lots of that. Give it a chance. Ming Chang with the hat trick. It had to happen. Oh, absolutely. It couldn't happen to a better guy. This guy's been playing hard all game. Every game of the season he comes to play, and it paid off right there. Everybody and welcome to the Sam and Ming Show, the SNM Show, broadcasting live at the home of the comic book men, Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash. Woo! My name is Ming Chen, and well, it's the Sam and Ming Show, yes. but not the Sam and Ming Show. It's a, it's a different, little different Sam and Ming Show. Technically, it's still the Sam and Ming Show. Still the Sam and Ming Show. Yes, but Samantha Q, she's being held down by the man tonight. She's working. She, she she she's working. Her, her, all I heard was I saw her boyfriend the other night, and all he kept saying was, "No romance without finance," meaning like you know he don't he don't he don't go you know he, he don't roll with no like poor chicks. So she got to go make the bacon, got to make the money. You know, no romance without finance. So I <laughs> uh, made an emergency nine one one call, and uh, and and here she is, everybody, all the way from the West Coast, all the way Grammy nominated singer songwriter, and. Great friend, Samantha Aurelio. Everybody, Hello, everyone. welcome back. Oh, thanks. You're like you're like, like a permanent fixture here. You're I like, just I, you know I, I stop by, I come, I go. It's fine. I know, but you were here like literally three days three, ago. And you know what? Hey, why not? Yeah, because why not? While I'm in town. Yes. Now, I, I know you. You know you're you're in town. You know you have limited time here. Mm-hmm. You're, you're here to see friends, family. So I really yeah. thank you for stepping oh, in here tonight. I know you know. It's not. It's you know. I know you're busy. I, you you're busy. Know, sometimes, you're sometimes busy. I am. Yeah, yeah. You're blowing up. Stop by, see the grandma, see the puppy. Yes. You know. Yeah. Make my rounds, see the yeah. friends. My friend Colleen just made me a bowl of soup. Oh, all right. I mean, that's what can't friends go wrong. Are for. Yeah. So everything's good. That's what friends are all's for. Well. I can't. Oh, I could make you soup. I've been. I didn't make you soup. I could no. take you to Surf Taco though. You could if you were hungry. Yeah. Which speaking of Surf Taco, I just ordered a, a chicken taco. Yeah, and then I sat down here and I forgot about it. It's like sitting back there. Well, oh, maybe I'll yeah. call him later and ask him to deliver it over. <laughs> yeah, well, you should probably. Is it just you ordered it and then left? Yeah. Okay. I, I planned to get it, but I'm like, you know what? Let's uh, podcasting came first. Yes, naturally. Podcasting naturally. came first. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Oh my god, I'm so excited to be here. Stopping over. Um, originally, yeah, uh, I got a text from uh, Sam Cuse, Mantha Quintus. My usual co-host mm-hmm. she said, I, "I have to work tonight. I have to work tomorrow night. Um, is there? Can we pod later?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, sure." But uh, so we, you know, we thought we kind of push. Um, I don't want to risk the thought of not doing a pod this week. Yes. So thank you again. Yes, because you're you're all over the world this week. I am going to San Antonio this weekend for the Alamo City Comic Con, and uh, so I won't be here next Monday. So I did. I wanted to record a show. With her that we could roam next week. Uh, but originally, I was going to be back 
The kind runs on the weekend, so usually I'm back by the Monday. But uh, I'm in San Antonio. I looked at a map, and I was like, whoa, Austin is an hour away. Yeah, you got to go to Austin. I've man. never been to Austin. I went for the first time in March. Yeah, you played South by Southwest. Played South by Southwest this yeah. year. No big deal. Yeah, no With big deal. With my friend, Boy Wonder, yes. who we saw yesterday playing yes. in Philadelphia. Yes. Not, um, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I played South by Southwest this year. Austin, it's it's so amazing. I would love to go back, not during South by Southwest, because the, the city is just as amazing, I've heard. Um, but it's almost like going to New Orleans on Mardi Gras. You know, it's sort oh, of South like... By South, yeah. yeah, it's sort of like on steroids. It's literally a two-week party. First, yeah. they, they do <laughs> just drunk in the streets forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have the one-week film festival, South by Southwest film yeah. festival, and then the next week is South by Southwest music. Yeah, the film festival's new, a new thing. No, it's not. It's not? <laughs> it's not a new thing, no. No? No, film festival came first, I believe. Uh, really? I, yeah. Film Festival came first. I believe they added the music later. See me in my music world. I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. I just had a cool. friend who came out to South by for that thing the week before. That's when I heard about it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, but you had a good time out there. Oh my god, I had such an amazing time. All it was right. it was cool. I actually flew to Dallas, Fort Worth, stayed with a friend out there, and then I took a bus to Austin, stayed on a. Friend from high school stayed on her floor yes. for like three days and then took the band bus. They were driving back to Philadelphia and they made a pit stop in Fort Worth. Yeah. Oh, and they dropped like you off? dropped me off. Yeah. It was I, cool. It's just like, this is the musician life, right? That it's kind of like I a like, nomad, like gypsy kind of life. I really never felt more like a musician than that week. <laughs> yeah. Where I was like nomading my life around, just like yeah. living out of a bag. So besides that, uh, so it's music, beer, booze. Uh, tour buses, yeah, and and sleeping on floors, yeah. That's 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 real music, and like twenty four hour places. That's real food. music. Yeah. Like now, you know, I mean, when you you know, one day when you get up there, you know, you, they will put you up at the, like the Four Seasons. You're flying private jets. Um, Duh. Yeah. Do you think that would have that would that that would affect the music? I think. Yeah. Because you know, you write from what you know in your life, and you know, yeah. when you're all like, when right you, now, I know about sleeping on floors. Yeah. When you have a cush, though. It's different. It's not. You know, I'm from you, the streets. Remember? I, yeah, we talked <laughs> we about, just it. Talked from about the East this. Coast. The East Coast we're, we're, streets. Uh, I'm not from the East Coast, but I, I feel like an East Coaster. Yeah. And yeah, we're from the streets, man. From the streets. We know what it's like. Yeah. We're keeping it reals until we're not. <laughs> yeah. Like you can look at me. Yeah, I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to keep it real, but I'm trying to li- also live the baller life, which is why I was like, yeah, man, I'm po- I'm recording podcasts at the Sunset Marquee, man. Like freaking like I'm I'm like Aerosmith and like no you're not. You're like you <laughs> you gave him a credit card and you rent a studio time. That's not that's not But it was so fun. That's not like Steven Tyler. I think we we were there, right? And they, they Yeah, were, no, he has like his car parked permanently in the basement. I think yeah. He has his parking. own parking spot. Yeah, there. he has a parking spot there. He, the man has a house. Probably multiple houses. Probably. In the same city. And yet he choose, he loves the Sunset Marquee so much that he also hangs out there. He's got uh, I mean it's beautiful. It is. It's such a like pristine like I mean, if getaway. You, if you think of LA, especially the Sunset Strip, it's so freaking chaotic in like neon and like the whiskey is there and the Viper Room and and the Roxy mm-hmm. and all these like crazy music venues and uh the Riot Hyatt is there. And 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 it's it's kind of nuts especially like on a weekend night or any night. Then you go to my favorite place, the Sunset Marquee, mm-hmm. and it's like really quiet and pristine yeah. and like calm. Super calm. They got the pool with the little lights and yeah, we saw some people there. Julian Lennon, you know, we had lunch. 
Yeah. Table. Oh my gosh, cool. I forgot about that. I was dropping names, but yeah. it was... It was it, cool. You were you were facing him, and I was like awkwardly trying to turn around. <laughs> to, I'm like, is he there? I don't want to look. Yeah, I but like, I really want to look. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was like, I think I know that dude. He looks like the offspring of John Lennon. Yeah, and it was. So we're just dropping names here. Just dropping names. Yeah. We're just By dropping. the way, my friend who made me soup is totally listening. She oh, right on. Tweeted. What's her name? Give her a plug. Colleen. Colleen, thank Colleen you for the Ford. soup. Yeah. Can't podcast on empty stomach, but I am because I forgot to pick up my chicken you taco. Forgot, you know what? I'm obviously podcasting queen here now because uh, I have an up. <laughs> you do, you do, and so we're doing we're doing an S and M style. We're doing it some uh, Sam Kuhnming style. Uh, we got we got busted out the beers. It's after hours here at Jameson Bob Secret Stash. Absolutely. Uh, I looked in my and uh, my beer cabinet, my beer fridge, which is basically the Viewskew office fridge where I store all my undrunken beer, which is uh, quietly growing. So. Um, <laughs> So, you know, when we and uh, Q do the show, you buy a six pack. Mm-hmm. She drinks three of them. I drink one, which leaves two left. <laughs> and so I have to put those two somewhere. So, uh, but this I am drinking tonight. This is Duke, the Duke Club Brewing Company's Mad Bishop. This is a uh, Oktoberfest, uh, Oktoberfest ale that they sent me a couple weeks ago. Uh, I've given you Duke Club Brewing's 31. 31. Which is their pumpkin ale. It is delicious. Yes. Do you know I what love the, all things pumpkin. Do you know what the 31 is for? No. Please tell me. Uh, 31 days in October. Yeah. October 31st, Halloween. Getting it. Yeah. So thank you, Duclaw. Uh, thank you so favorite, much, Duclaw. Favorite brewing. What, what do you think of it? Oh, my God. Drank, it's amazing. drank half of it. Do you have to go get you another one? <laughs> it's so good. I, yeah. I'm like plowing through it. It's fine. All I have left upstairs is, uh, what do I have? I have uh, beer from, uh, there's a website called The Chive. And they made their own beer. Wait, I know that. Yeah, like Chive, keep calm and chive on. You may have seen those T-shirts. Maybe it's kind of like, uh, yeah, it's one of those uh, like entertainment distraction sites. Um, I also, I don't, and there's beer up there that's not mine. It's a Newcastle Brown Ale. I think uh, the dude who works up in the online department had that there. I'm like, dude, you take some of my beer. I don't. I'm not yeah. like, possessive of it, but he's very respectful of when... of my brewers. I... So this I think Newcastle is the, the last remaining beer that I have in my fridge in Los Angeles. <laughs> I have one Newcastle left. It's the only thing I, I left. I thought you were drinking hipster beer out there, like the t- PBR Tall Boys. Oh, my God. I had a like so i don't know do they have the crap? worst beer you could have ever thought of like i want to know 40 of it just 40? like yeah <laughs> is that old english a 40 yeah of old english no there's not, an old no. or, or as but i call it, was, it on it was like miller highlight or as i call it on the streets old e it's like yo sarah i need some of that you got any old e like when i come over to your place like you old e i want to get fucked up i'll remember that okay <laughs> yeah i i don't know if they have crap beer in los angeles somebody enlightened me is that all I see? You know, I see all there's hipsters drinking PBR. Yeah. There, I don't know if you've been there yet. There's a place on Hollywood and Highland. Um, it's totally out of place. It's right, you know, Highland Highland looks like kind of Disneyland now. It's got like a mall there. It's pretty much right the where Chinese I theater is am there, located. As where you live. Right across the street is this dumpy little dive bar called the Powerhouse. No. And never. Wait, I feel like you've told me about this place. I have. Yeah. yeah. There's a little neon sign. It has a little arrow and that's it. It says the Powerhouse. You go inside this total dive bar. If you sit on the seats, like the springs are coming out of it, and uh, they have like three dollar PBRs. And uh, I hung out there one night. It was very weird. Their claim to fame, though, is uh, if you get there at the right time every day, they have mini Mister T comes out. There's a dude. <laughs> I guess he's a midget or more PC. He's a little person. Oh, he's man. dressed exactly like Mister T, and he'll 
uh, people buy him beers and he'll he'll drink with you. So that is the selling how, point right there. <laughs> how you haven't uh, how you haven't run into mini Mister T? I don't know. Uh, yeah, no. You've been out there a whole year, Mister Muscles. I've seen many a time. Um, did I tell you the story of Mister Muscles? Um, he's on. He's out on Hollywood Boulevard with the the coke addict Elmo. Okay, and uh, he. <laughs> My friend and I, we, we go to that LA Fitness that's like right there. Yeah, the 24 hour, right by the, uh, the arc light. Yeah, yes. like right there. Um, and we go, oh no, not by the arc light, the one that's over by the Chinese Theater. Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So we, uh, <laughs> we were walking back from the gym and we had like nothing but like our key with our little LA Fitness like pass on it right. and a water bottle. And we're walking, we walk, we cross the street to walk the other side because right. it's, Kind of away from the Chinese theater, and um, did you get accosted by the costume characters? So, Mister Muscles is like—is he you know, one of those guys? Like, he's yeah. He wears a shirt that says Mister Muscles, and he walks around and he's like making muscles, and he's like, yeah, Mister Muscles, and he sees us, and my friend like jokingly like puts her arm up to like make a muscle. Oh, good. Right, so you acknowledge like. He hands me all of her stuff. He's like picking her up. He's telling me to take photos, like not, all this, this stuff. Like, good. and he and then he's like, "Girls, I can be your bodyguard. I can be your bodyguard." It's not good, and it's not good Why? at all. Literally, and he's like talking us into a corner, and I was like, "I don't know how to get out of Why? this." I was like, "I was like, we don't have any money. Like, we have yeah. to go." Da, 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 da. Let, he's like, "Let me give you. You can find me on Facebook. You could do this. You could. Here's my card. Like, I could be your bodyguard, ladies. I could be your bodyguard." Right. And like, we walk away, and I was like, "I'm going to kill you." <laughs> like, I was. So mad at her. I was like, why did you acknowledge? Don't acknowledge. Here, a um, little background. Uh, so everybody knows the famous Chinese theater in Hollywood. Yes. It has the, the cement finger uh, handprints and footprints. Mm-hmm. Whatever. They do a lot of uh, – Zach and Mary had their premiere there back in 2009. They do a lot of premieres there. I, yes. Pretty cool. I see a lot of premieres there. Though. Now, uh, you know, besides the glitz and glamour though, on a normal day, uh, people will dress up in uh, ratty costumes. Yes. And they'll sit there and they'll – Batman lives in my building. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Okay, I, I have a story about him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so people dress in ratty superhero costumes, or uh, there's a ratty Elmo, and I guess there's a Mr. Muscles. Yeah. And they'll uh, they'll latch on to unsuspecting tourists, and you know, say, hey, hey uh, you know, take a picture with me. It's really mm-hmm. cool. And then they'll ask for a tip. Ask for a tip. They what they call a tip. And if you don't give them one, they get really belligerent. Yeah. Start following the. They start. Uh, they get pissed off. The guy who plays Jack Sparrow though looks exactly like Johnny Depp. He deserves a tip. Yeah. <laughs> He's um, beautiful. <laughs> a lot of the people who are out there, do they look kind of fringe of what they're supposed to be. There's like Fat Soup Spider-Man. There's, uh, there's, there's Smelly Elmo. Um, there's a dude in a Batman costume. There's a dude that does Superman. Uh, there's actually a documentary on Netflix about those guys. Uh, it's called Confessions of a Superhero. I highly, highly recommend Confessions it. Confessions of a Superhero. Yeah, I'll send you the link. Please um, do. I highly recommend Just go out. Right now, if you're if you're behind a laptop or behind, behind your TV, uh, bookmark that one. You don't have to watch it now. Yeah. Uh, but it is about those people who hang out there. Uh, there's a chick who plays Wonder Woman and kind of gives you uh, their motivations and their backstories, like where they came from, what they did, yeah. why they're doing it. Um, it's cool. The, the, have you seen like the 30 Seconds to Mars video? Yes. For yeah. The, ba- the, the Superman things? guy's in it. Yeah. The guy who does the Superman. And, the Mike- and Michael Jackson. And I've actually seen the Michael Jackson guy once. Yeah. I haven't seen him since then, but I saw him once. And I wanted to be like, your story was beautiful. Right. <laughs> like, I wanted to like walk up to him, but I was in a car. But um, I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah. Continue. Uh, the guy who plays Batman is he, – he is a nut. He's been arrested. 
Um, he's broken out uh, cop car windows after being arrested. He's a psycho. What? Uh, so if he lives in your building, yeah, just be he careful. Totally please be, lives please be careful. Maybe it's a different guy. I, I don't know. They they switch him. <laughs> I'm just gonna like make make myself feel better and say that it's a different Batman guy. Yeah. Um. The I, I've actually contacted the director of Confessions of a Superhero. We were trying to get him on. I saw comics later on. Yeah. Uh, but I highly recommend, especially you who lives like a block away. Yeah. Um. You should watch that. Okay. It's uh absolutely it's, yeah. Send me the link. I'll watch it. It's um. It's it's pretty awesome. I got a lot of time, man. I'm on vacation. Yeah, I mean, you know, it is. <laughs> vacations fly by, though. Like, I know it's it's quick. I know it's already months. But you've been here, so you've been here since four days. Yeah, you've accomplished a lot. I have in those four because that's how we roll. I have. I've traveled to to some states. I've I've done some things. Yes, in some days, you know. Yes. So uh, one of the things we accomplished, a uh, huge accomplishment huge. that we knocked out yesterday. Yeah, was we ran the Rock and Roll Philadelphia Half Marathon yesterday morning. We did. We did. Which was an amazing experience. Oh my God. Such such a feat to accomplish. I told myself that I would run a half marathon when I was in cross country in high school. Yeah. So Which while. was not that long ago. You're it, not you ain't that old. But like at least since I was seventeen. So like we're talking It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. But to be honest. It was a good it was a good chunk of time ago. Yeah. But like then I put it on the back burner. I stopped running. I ran a 10-mile race before. Right. And that was like still when I was quote unquote a runner. And then like I hurt my knee and then I was like, whatever, I'm not going to do this. And then just sort of like put running away and never did it again. And then um, I came – last year, remember us talking, we – you and I ran a 5K together. We did. We train. you would run with me and yes. train with me. Yes. Um, and that was very hard for me. We stopped a couple times along the way during the actual race, during the actual race, but we finished and all was well. Um, and then you were like, well, we're going to, we're going to run a half one day. And I was like, whatever, whatever. And I remember you went with me to go buy my running shoes over in Shrewsbury. Yes. And you were like, oh, save these up for your half marathon. And I was like, stop saying that. Yeah, I remember that. And the, uh, the, the, uh, the lady helping you was like, you know, what, oh, what are you training for? Uh, you know, 5K, 10K. And I'm like, half marathon. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm not. Don't listen to him. So it was a lo- <laughs> At the time, it was a lofty goal. Yeah, it was a Almost, lofty. Not unattainable. But, but lofty. But lofty. Pretty lofty. Yeah. And then I came across this website when I was flying back from San Francisco to Los Angeles um, called Because I Said I Would. Right. And – um, the whole idea behind that is you give you. It, it's about integrity. And what's you, the what's the website? Is it because I said it's I would because I com? said I would dot com. It's basically, really you, great. You go on the site and uh, this dude started with a thing where he would print out car, little cards that's in the bottom that said because I said I would. Yeah. And on the main part, you print out something that you promise that you'll achieve one day, or something that you'll do. You will do, yeah. And you give it to somebody. Yeah. The whole story behind it's really cool. It was his dad had passed away and he was writing his dad's eulogy and he realized that the biggest quality of his father was that every time he said he was going to do something, he did it. Yeah. So then he started living by that philosophy right. and created this nonprofit organization called Because I Said I Would. And God, I wish everybody would live like that. I know, I know. a guy who lives the exact opposite of that. His name is Brian Johnson. <laughs> oh. He just started a site that says, because I said I would, but uh, sorry, I didn't. <laughs> oh, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, anyway, carrying on. Um I found the website and I sent you a card. Yeah. Um, you did. I have it right here. I'm going to – I got have, it. Let me see. You have it, yeah. I do. Yeah. Um, I printed them up because I didn't want to wait for them I to do. Come You're, uh, because I said I would card says uh, – because I said I would write my album 
for your fear of judgment. There it is. There it is. There it is. Everybody. I mailed it right to you. Yes, you did. So I still have it. I'm not getting yeah. I, I, So the rule is um, when you accomplish that, uh, you give it back. Absolutely. So you're, you're working on it. I'm working on it. All right. So I still, we are going I'm, back into the studio we'll in October. This. So we'll hang on this. to that. I'm hang on to it. On my CD release day, you bring that back. Yes. But I sent you one. You sent me one. I got one in the mail and it yes. says, I will run 13.1 miles with you. Yes. And it, it was sitting on a little clip on my wall. Um, and hopefully my... My yeah, roommate, Jordan, so I'm did. talking to you. Yeah, where, so where, where is it? It's, it's, it's hopefully in the mail because uh, okay. it should be uh, on its way here to New Jersey because that was the only thing that I forgot on my trip back. Yeah. Um, now, at the time we signed over, it was, it was still, it was a lofty, it was huge. It wasn't even on my radar when you goal. sent that to me. Yeah. Yeah. But then we signed up for this race about, signed what, up like for five months ago? About maybe? five months ago. Yeah. And I was kind of like weary about training and then I was like, whatever, I'll just do what I normally do and like hopefully I'll be able to run it. And I was like, it's, I can't run. And you were you were like, well, you can't with that attitude. And I was like, ah, oh, man, you're yeah, so right. Anytime anyone says like, no, man, I can't do that. And I'm like, well, not with that attitude. You can't. It's all – most of the things you want to do are in your head. So then I manned up and I started running. Which I, I consider brave because like training here in Jersey, like, okay – you can run around suburbs and stuff like that. Where you live, there aren't any really suburbs. You're running around freaking Hollywood. I was running around Hollywood. So there's like like Hollywood idiot. and Highland to Fairfax to like Melrose. Like you were truly <laughs> running in the streets with like uh, you know idiot drivers, stupid tourists in your way, uh, you know creepy smelly Elmo. I can't I probably like hit about three car hoods like oh like, like yeah yeah try they to don't go care. and they, they don't look they, and they, they, they yeah yeah so like when you like. When they try to like drive up, just hit their hood. Yeah, I'm like, hey, I'm here, man. Right, <laughs> I'm from Jersey. Yeah, so hey. I mean, anybody out there, uh, uh, you know, whether you want to run a, you know, a one mile, three point one, five k, ten k, half marathon, full marathon. I will say I couldn't run two miles when I started. Yeah, so I, I mean, you started off small. Started small. Started small. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps to run with a friend, keep each other motivated. Definitely. Friend doesn't have to be there. No. Um, what we would do is we would use running apps, track mm-hmm. our runs, and then we would kind of send them to each other. Yeah. Take be screenshots. Like, I'd be like, look, I really did it. <laughs> Proof. Uh, I'd just be like, yo, I ran five miles. Get off Get off your lazy ass. Run. That was a big checkpoint for me. No, I didn't you say ran, that. No, you didn't, didn't obviously. But like you ran a, a five-mile race. I did. So the day that you ran a five-mile race, yeah. I said, okay, when you run that, I will match your race. Yes. And that did. was the day I ran five miles. And from then on, I knew that I could I could actually – I like had confidence that I could do it. Yeah. So from then on, I just sort of like trucked along. Right. And you did it. So and I did it. So, uh, we, so we trucked down to Philly. Mm-hmm. Yesterday. Now, uh, let me preface this. Um, I can't remember what you were doing the night. Oh, you went down the night before. I went down the night before. You know, you know, got a hotel room. You know, make sure you're nice and rested. Yeah. You could wake up, no stress. Uh, you were within walking distance of the start line. Mm-hmm. Very smart idea. <laughs> me, not so much. No. Uh, the <laughs> not night be- so much. Night before was the comic book men rap party mm-hmm. at uh, down here in Asbury Park. Um, it was scheduled from 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. And I so I looked at the schedule like I have to go to the rap party. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> got to be there as uh, a cast member of Comic Book Man season four. You are, uh, and which you should watch. Guys. Not only is that obligation, but like I'm, uh, if there's a party, I'm going to be there. So, so what I and uh, so I kind of I was like, okay, party's from nine to two a.m. If I want to get down to Philly in time for the race, I have to leave by four thirty in the morning. So I was like, okay. <laughs> 
can't party too hard. Uh, now, the other thing that kills me before running any distance race is if I drink too much the, the day before. It's not good. Alcohol is just, in general, not good for me. I still drink it anyways. Yeah, so we gave you a limit. You know, because it feels good. So I, this is what I did. I limited myself to one beer, mm-hmm. and I said I would leave at midnight. Uh, the, the, the beer did. I limit, so I did. I limit, and which is getting harder and harder for me these days to just limit to one beer. Like, especially at like a social setting. Yeah. Like, I'm not an... Walt thinks I'm an alcoholic. I'm not an alcoholic, but I'll drink. I like to, you know, I, I like to drink a little bit. It's fun. I feel it like, is you know, it fun. Good. Hey, you feel all warm. You know, <laughs> easier to talk to people. I just love beer. It it it's an acquired taste, but yeah. it's it's good. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. Whiskey Thank, is also is good. good. Thank you, Duclaw. Thank you, Duclaw. Duclaw Brewing Company. Ta-da. Thank you. Uh, and uh, I didn't leave it. I left at midnight-ish. Mm-hmm. It was it was, it was tough. It was, I mean, it's tough. I, I don't like leaving parties because I always feel I'm going to miss something later on. So I'm one of those guys who usually stays uh, until near the end. And something crazy usually does happen until the end. So mm-hmm. it's it's fun. But... I, I I had an obligation. Like yeah. I had to get at least three hours of sleep. Oh, gosh. So I pulled myself away from the party. Party was great, by the way. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram at uh, Instagram.com slash MingChen37, post a bunch <laughs> of party pictures. Yeah. Which was fun. Uh, here's the sad part, though. Uh, you know, we had all our cast there. I show up. Uh, we had a bunch of our crew there. I show up, and I'm the only cast member that shows up. No Brian Johnson? No. No Brian Johnson. Maybe typical. Except he's been to all, every rap party we've had so far. Yeah. So that's cool. No Walt Flanagan, but he's not really a party guy. So yeah. he did show up last year, surprisingly. But I think he was at the mall, the nearby mall, and he got bored and he came over. He brought his whole family too, which I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. But Walt's not like the party guy at okay. all. Uh, and no Mike Zapsik. Mike Zapsik was not feeling well and he didn't come. So all night, everyone was like, Where's our, where are your boys, man? Where's everybody at? I'm like, I, I think Flying I'm it. Flying solo. I think I'm it, yeah. Man. I think, uh, yeah, it kind of sucked. Because... I would have been there. You had invited me originally. It was supposed to be for Friday. Yeah, I moved up to Saturday. Yeah, yeah. if it was Friday, I would have went. Saturday, I, I was a little nervous about this half marathon. So I just, I was like, sorry, I won't be there. I'm going to be in Philly. Yeah, so. so I found out why Brian didn't come. Would you like to know why Brian Johnson please, didn't come? Please, please. He forgot. No. He forgot. He woke up Sunday morning. And he was like, he was checking his email and he was like, oh shit, did I just miss the rap party? I think it was last night. And I was talking to him about this today. And I was like, dude, I was going to text you to see if you were going to come. But I felt, I was like, all right, you know, you're responsible. You know the party's tonight. And no. What had happened? Actually, it wouldn't, if I know, it wouldn't have mattered if I texted him. He said his phone died. He put it aside and he didn't look at it for a day. Which is weird because I always see him like this. Like he's always on his phone. I hate when people do that. Um, But I had an inkling that he forgot too while I was at the party. I had an inkling that he he forgot. I had an inkling he was going to forget. Like I – I should have known. I've known this guy long enough. It's like he's no, he's going to forget. He's going to forget. Just send him a reminder. Easy. Real quick and easy. And I hate it when early early on I was like I should say something and you don't. And it would have been better had you had said it. So – Man, oh, man. Yeah. So he, I can't he, believe you. You didn't tell me that. I didn't know that forgot. you were the only one there. Wow. Yeah, he forgot. So, but I, I, I represented for all three of them. I didn't drink for all three of them, but I represented. Yeah. Well, good for you. Yeah. Showing up. Yes. So uh, I think I, I left about 12, 12.30. I uh, went to bed at 1. Alarm goes off at 4. Ugh. 
Sounds painful. I, I get up, get all my race stuff together, and uh, yeah, I, I drive down. Um, I park. I have, yeah. to go to, I have to go to the bathroom. And so I see a Dunkin' Donuts and I see a Sofitel hotel next to each other. Sofitel is like a $500 a night hotel. So wow. I'm like, I'm going to go in there and use their bathroom. And if anyone says anything, I'll just tell them I'm staying there. Yeah. So I get in their bathroom and it's like, it's pretty awesome. Pretty nice. So I go and, yeah, I, I, you know, I go and do, yeah, I do, I do my business in the Sofitel hotel room. <laughs> Walk out. I meet you guys in the lobby, your hotel room. Yeah. Now I'm texting AJ, who is also running with us. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm here. I'll meet you guys in the lobby. You know, walk to the the race, the the start line together. Race starts at eight o'clock, eight eight a.m. sharp. It's about seven fifteen. She's like, "All right, uh, we'll be done in forty five minutes." <laughs> and I'm like, "Isn't that when the race starts?" So I'm like, "Aren't you cutting it a little close?" Like, you know, I know you guys need to get ready, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, you, know you guys are running with makeup, and you know, you yeah. guys, guys gotta go. You gotta look good. You gotta get dolled up. You know, like they take <laughs> pictures on the route. You yeah. want you, you want to look awesome, obviously. And I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried. <laughs> I'm like, all right, if you want to cut it that, you know, I, I don't know how to say like, don't you want to get there a little early? Yeah, you know, it's your first one, you know, just kind of get settled in. So I kind of de- text jokingly. I'm like, listen, it's cutting it a little close. Being there, like leaving when the race is supposed to start. And she's like, doesn't yeah. it? And she's like, what are you talking about? The race starts at eight thirty. I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> my dear, race starts at eight. Uh, get, sharp. get your ass in gear. We got to leave soon. Yeah. And we were like, oh, uh, cool. Let's. Uh. <laughs> Did you start scrambling? Like, I, I, well, There was a little bit of scramble involved. Okay. Yeah. We had a little, a slight like five minute panic. And then we just kind of like got our asses in gear and okay. set it all up. We had like all our stuff like laid out already. Cause, all right. You were prepared. Like, yeah. We were pretty prepared. Okay. It was just okay, like it was nerve wracking to like have to do. I've never done something like that before. Thirteen point one miles, man. It's yeah. So I mean, you get up that morning. Like, how do you feel? Oh my god, I was. So, I mean, I was nervous when she came to pick me up the day before to drive <laughs> to Philly. I walked down. And I was like, oh my god, you're here. Oh my god, what does this mean? We went to bed. I was like, oh my god, good night. Ah. And then when we woke up in the morning, I was like, fuck. I remember man, my like, so crazy. My first, my first half, I didn't get any sleep. My first full, not a wink. It was. It's so. I was so excited though, like it was such a cool I didn't, thing. I, I, I didn't feel excitement. I was nervous. For the your whole, first half, yeah, yeah. I was nervous. I was I was excited because I it's I love Philadelphia, distance. right? So I was excited to like run through Philadelphia, and I've watched the half marathon so many times because yeah. I lived there for four and a half years. Right. So I would cheer on every year. Um, as an ex runner, I would always go and cheer the runners right. on. Um, and Philadelphia as a community really comes out. During those t- yeah, times, yeah, there's a difference between loving Philadelphia and actually running, having to run through it. Now it makes yeah, it more. So that fun. was a little different. <laughs> it's a little fun, like actually adding in physical exertion to the mix. Yeah, but and I like knew where I was going the whole time, so I was like, "Why are we going all the way down to fifth? What are we doing? We have to run all the way up to like, East all Falls." The way to fifth, like, like, oh my oh. god! Like, like, <laughs> like it felt so far to right. me. Um, but I think once we hit the 5K, <laughs> and AJ turned around, she was like, "Only 10 more miles." I was like, yeah. "Okay." Okay. And then I yeah. remember Sam Quintas yes. was telling me, because she's runner extraordinaire. She is. Um, she was like, only the last four miles are hard. I was like, four miles? Yeah, for her. What? <laughs> what are you talking her, about? First of all, it's like running. All right. It's easier if you train. Yes. It's easier if maybe it's built into your DNA. You know, if you're like, you know, if, uh, you Speed know. Speed demon extraordinaire. Sure. Uh, you know, it's easier if you're somewhat ath- athletic. Mm-hmm. It's also easier if you're 98 pounds like she is. Like the less, 
I was told this by a running coach. Uh, his advice to me was like, listen, uh, you know, you'll have a much easier time if you cut down if you have if you if you cut down your body fat percentage. Basically, a nice way of telling me is like, listen, lose some weight, fat ass, <laughs> because it's going to be easier. Yeah. So yes, so she's very slight. Yeah, she's super tiny. Yes, coming and from that, a tiny human. And as are in, you in height. You're, yeah, <laughs> you are also um, very tiny. She's she's pretty pretty toothpicky. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's a twig. But she she was like the last four miles are hard. But I will say that I felt very comfortable until the last mile, and then I was like, all right. Then it got really mental, and I was like, "You just have to get home. See, you have ten. You have twelve minutes. Yeah. That's it. Like that was all I kept telling myself in my head. Like every song you listen to, when it finishes and new song starts, right. that's like then you're so close. Yeah. Then you'll be done after that song. Yeah. And it was so funny because I told you the song that I like put on repeat. Want so I make a playlist. Okay. And when I ran the Broad Street ten mile run, I ran. I had a playlist set and then I repeated one song over and over again. Once it came on. Your power song, they call it. Yeah. I played Fired by Ben Folds. Nice. Over and over and over again. It was just like the pace I wanted. It was super fun. It was upbeat and I just like loved it. And Ben Folds is the man. So um, The running playlist is very important. Yes. Extremely important. I can't run without music. I know people who do and I don't know how they do it. it. I used to when I was on cross country but I was in school. So, you know, like you can't – I don't think people in cross country run with stuff in their ears now. Yeah, and they didn't when I was in school. <laughs> yeah, so let me preface this. Uh, this I think this one I lost count. I think this one was like my fifteenth half. That's so crazy. Which it's a little nuts. That's this was your first. My and very our friend first AJ. One. This was her first as well. Yeah. And um, I know you guys really wanted to finish. Yeah. So I hung out with you. Yeah, and I appreciate that. And, oh, of course. It, or it's I don't. I mean, a lot of people run. You know, they uh, they run for time. Some people run to win. I run to finish and for the beer at the end. And 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 for an excuse to eat a lot of food. We ate a lot of food. We did. So the more fun you can make it, it's just um the the better experience. In the end, it's about having a great experience. Yeah. The the athletic achievement is cool. The feeling of accomplishment is cool. Mm-hmm. But it's like anything else, like going to the movies or, you know, like why do it if you can't have fun doing it? Yeah, so, absolutely. Whether that 100%. means, you know, slowing down a little bit, whether that means running with friends. Yeah. Whether that means, um, I don't know, like uh, like putting on like like cool music. I don't know. Make, make your own motivations. Yeah. But find your own fun. It was pretty cool. Yeah. And so uh, the song that repeated for me was You Go Down Smooth by Lake Street Dive. Yes. I just thought it was super fun. Hang on. Let me, uh, um, what's it called? You Go Down Smooth by Lake Street Dive. You go down, all right, Such on. a fun song. Um, and that was the song I chose to put on repeat one. And then when we got to 13 miles yes. and we were crossing the finish line, the song was on. So I finished that song. You know, like it was, that's when I completed said marathon. This. Yep. Would it be true to say that I Oh, right on. It's such, they deserve all of the Grammys. You see, most people hit that point where you have to go into a mental place to just keep you going. They usually hit that at like mile five out of 13. Yeah. So you were very lucky to hit that at mile 12 out of 13. And uh, yeah, it depends on what day I'm having. But Yeah. I was just like excited that I wasn't dead. <laughs> no, I was I was very impressed by... Now, I, you trained, but... Um, 
to be fair, I didn't run for the last maybe like 10 days because it was hitting, hitting tri- right. triple digits in LA. So that was what made me nervous. Yes, and the highest oh, mileage you had hit while training was, was eight. Eight miles. And of, when so. I started trying to go for nine, I would text you because I was so frustrated because right. it started getting so hot and I couldn't yeah. I couldn't go any farther. Right. And I would just like, I called my roommate. I was like, okay, so I'm at like Melrose and Highland. You had her pick you up? Yeah, she picked, I was like, can you come get me? <laughs> That's tough. She's the best because <laughs> I was like dead. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't go any farther than uh, eight. So uh, usually when you train, uh, you can pull up training charts, which tell you how to, mm-hmm. uh, what mile to run. Um, usually what, uh, what happens on, on the Sunday of your training plan is that usually like an eight-week plan. On the Sunday, you usually do what it's called long a long run. run and mm-hmm. you do you usually start out like five miles and you go up to – for a half marathon, you go up to like 11 or 12. Mine was My plan was for 11. Okay, and you didn't. You didn't. I never hit eleven, but I was do. I was still doing long runs, but I would probably hit like seven on like both the nine and eleven right week uh, Sundays. Um, I I just couldn't. I couldn't go any farther. It was so weird. So I I mean I I was aware of your training. I was a little worried that you were undertrained. So yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Um, but you know, uh, who am I to say though? I'm the laziest trainer in the world. Um. Uh, um, you know, I uh, I've done full marathons where you're supposed to do like up to twenty three, and and I don't. I'll do like four that day, and I'm like, ah, I'll make it up later, and then I don't. Oh my gosh! So lately, when I've been running, yeah, it's been a grind. Yeah, like the reason you, reason you train is to kind of acclimate your body to all the the pain, <laughs> basically. Yeah, like usually physically, like physically, I bet you could run a full right now. It's gonna suck though. It would hurt. What? Oh, you no. would, the only reason why you would slow down is because of the pain. Like, yeah. I think your endurance is there. Maybe. Yes. I don't know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, tweet from Sam Quintus, everybody. Sam Quintus chiming in. Ming Chen has another Sam guesting since I'm at work tonight. Guess we're all just interchangeable to him. Hashtag pray for Sam. No, <laughs> Samantha Q, you're not interchangeable. You're not replaceable. But... I got a schedule to stick to. Oh, man. And, you know, and, and you know, Sam, you, Sam, are not here every week. No. So I'm not here most weeks, actually. You're not, yeah. <laughs> so I asked you to step in. So here you are. I'm, you're, no, stop. Here I am. Stop. You know you're not interchangeable. But we are here drinking your beer, so. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fine. Yes. So uh, the rock and roll, uh, rock and the rock and roll company does uh, like halves and full marathons all over the country. Actually, all over the world, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty cool. They have bands at every mile marker. It's it's like a big dance party. It was so fun. We danced. We did. We, we had a little dance party at the at the start line. You can dance if you want to. That was cool. Yeah, they have DJs playing music. So it's it's a very fun and experience. live bands. They live have, band. live, they have bands. live bands at every mile marker. Yes. So that's and cool. Mile twelve. My friends who like you actually went knew to the band. South by Southwest with me were playing. Um, and I knew that they said that they were playing close to the end. I didn't realize they were playing mile 12. Right. Um, so it was very exciting to see them because I exerted an awful lot of energy when I saw them. I was jumping up and down. You were. I'm like, dude. dude and then cool. I was like, okay, we have, we still have to go <laughs> for another mile. Yes. I was a little exhausted, but uh, thank God there was a water station right there. So there was that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that, uh, yeah. That was cool though. And uh, it ran around Philly. It's cool. We passed the Liberty Bell. Yeah. We passed. Uh, I, I don't. I don't really know all the other landmarks, but Ben Franklin, his grave. We passed. Oh yeah, we passed. Like you actually. Yeah, I ran by and uh, they actually had uh, little little markers that said like what you were I passing. Saw that. 
Um, I actually went, I went on a Philly tour once upon a time. I was an orientation leader in my college. Yeah. Um, and the last year the orientation leaders got to take a, a bus tour and like the whole time I was like, I live here. I don't need to take a bus right. tour, but I learned like all these really cool facts, like where they did the first surgery and they did it outside because there wasn't enough light, you yes. know, and, uh, where like, the color of your door represented what religion you had and how many steps up to your front door was what class rank you were in. Like all these crazy like little, little things. Like freaking tiny little things in secret Philadelphia. Codes yeah. Like if you had three steps and the person next to you didn't have any steps to their front door, right. it was what because they were like a lower class than you. Like a whole like caste system? Yeah. So weird. But yeah, I learned on a bus tour. But right. anyway, I don't, so- any, I don't have any steps up to my door, so that means <laughs> I'm right. dun dun dun. Womp, womp, womp. Right on. Right so, on. so you, uh, you, I just, I, you kicked ass. You that's, kicked that's ass. That's what I'm trying to convey here. For the record, yes, I beat Ming Chen by point one second. Uh, point oh one, my friend. Oh, point oh one. You beat me by a hundredth of a second. Point oh one. Yeah. So I'll take it. <laughs> so we get up to uh, race thirteen point one miles. We get to mile marker thirteen. You can see the finish line. What are you feeling? Oh my god! I started getting really emotional. <laughs> it's it's weird. Uh, like usually halves, I don't. I'm just kind of like eh these days. Like fulls, like I, I you feel it's weird. Yeah, I was um, super emotional. Usually, at uh, usually the finish line, you run a corner and you see the freaking finish line, mm-hmm. and then it kind of hits you like holy shit! Like I yeah, twenty. And I really know Philadelphia, so I like knew exactly where we were going. Yeah. So I knew how close we were. Um, I actually was surprised that they had a thirteen mile mark. Oh yeah, yeah, they all, they usually yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I don't know these things, man. Um, so we hit the thirteen, and then I was like, "All right, you have to go now." So then, kind of like kicked it up, and then I was like, "Is that how you um, beat me by a hundredth of a second? Uh, maybe, I don't know. In my mind, I get like, "All right, you have to go to the finish line." Right. And I was like, "The faster you get to the finish line, the faster you can stop." And then I sat down, and then I didn't stand up for a long time. Yeah, but no, whoa, 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 back. Let's back up. Let's back backing up. up. Backing up. Let's back up. You're you're about to accomplish a major feat here. It's a super huge feat. Eight years in the making. And uh, usually the last mile or so, uh, they line the, the running crowd. There are people cheering you on. Mm-hmm. It's very it's very inspirational. Mm-hmm. Running, running. You, you see the finish gate. You cross it. It was so beautiful. And then like you, you, you broke down. Yeah. You were, I th- uh, which I thought was cool. You I started crying. Mo- yeah, I was pretty emotional. You started crying. Yeah. Which, like, which got me like kind of – I'm not a crier. <laughs> I'm not a crier at all. Yeah. I got I got a little misty though. Yeah, it was it was really cool. It was such a cool thing. For it me. was cool to uh, like I mean, with any of my friends, it would be cool to see them set like a lofty goal and achieve it later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's even cooler to be there while they achieve the goal. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was cool. It was it was tears of happiness. You don't see that a lot. Yeah, it was, it's usually it was pretty cool. Tears of defeat. Tears of yeah, like you know, like uh, usually tears of you know some asshole was being an asshole to me. Tears, or Assholes. I yeah, or just you know, Mike Mike cries a lot, so I have to you know, have to talk him down ledges. Oh, no. <laughs> so to see tears of joy was a welcome change yeah. in, in my life, anyways. Yeah. And I was really proud yes. in that moment, and to know that I didn't stop and walk, like I that's I a, trucked that's, along, and I knew, and I was like, if you have to slow down, you slow down. 
But girl, you just keep Don't going. Stop. You just keep going. Don't stop. And I knew we got when we got slower at the last water station, yeah. like just to kind of like not dump all the water all sure. over our faces while we're drinking it. I felt my legs getting all like tight, and I was like, "Okay, we have to go now." <laughs> like, don't stop because your legs are gonna seize, and then you won't be able to run anymore. So, yeah. By the way, I think uh, there's a water station about mile eleven. Mm-hmm. I'm running next to you. you take yep. a swig. I look over you. All of a sudden, I see this wall of water coming at me. <laughs> You chucked it in my face. Yep. Yes, I did. Thank you very <laughs> you're much. You're very welcome. <laughs> I hope your ear is okay. It's fine. <laughs> and your headphones are fine. <laughs> uh, they're waterproof. Yes. Great. Then that For works. a situation such as this. For such a situation. This is why you run with friends, my friends. Yeah. Makes it fun. Totally like we were chuck- high-fiving and Chucked stuff. a glass cool. of water into Ming Chen's face. Yeah. If you're going to put yourself through this kind of punishment, um, it's helpful to suffer with other people. Absolutely. So it was an honor to suffer next to you. Oh well, thank you for and for congratulations. Next to me. Thank and you. And we did get uh, we got some hardware at the end. Some hardware. It was like some legit big, hardware. Huge medals at yeah. the end. Thank God, <laughs> it was well deserved. I think yes. I really was. I'm glad that it was. You went when you saw it when you picked up the packets. I did. You texted me a photo. Sent a photo. Said, Low motivation. Low motivation. This is what we're fighting for. And that that pumped me up. I was like, that's what I'm fighting for. I run for two reasons, Sam. The glory and the medal. I'm going to get that engraved on the back. I don't care. Yeah. They have a spot for it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Whatever. Do it. Do it. So uh, now, you know, you're at the end. You finished. All the adrenaline's worn off. And you just kind of start to – then you start feeling the pain. It started deteriorating real fast. You start feeling the pain. You start to crash. Yeah. Uh, it sucks. Um, I sat down and then I, I was like, I'm by the bananas. <laughs> Come find me. Yeah. Then, um, not so much fun afterwards. Yeah. We're, uh, stairs a little hard today. That going Walking down. Walking a little hard today. It was a little hard. I've been better, better now than when I woke up this morning. Yeah. I've been walking a little bit. At rehearsal, I sat down the whole time. Okay. <laughs> so I've, I've been taking it easy, you know, but, uh. Definitely when I sit down for an extended period of time. Were uh, you like Shaquille O'Neal like slathered some Icy Hot Oh my God, I'm, I'm like living on Icy Hot. So, you know, remember Shaq. Shaq was a big proponent of Icy Hot. Thanks, Shaq. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, Icy Hot's been been a very helpful – I feel like I'm getting a massage. I'm just dropping all my name. I'm trying to get more free stuff. Yeah. So Icy Hot, Duclar beer, that's still coming. Yeah. Uh, thank you for the Mad Bishop and the 31. And the 31. Thank you, it's guys. It's delicious. I'm almost done with it. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to not drink it all really fast because Ming's barely touched his beer. Yeah. But, uh, uh, oh, I forgot. We are on live right now. So you can tweet You can tweet us. I'm at MingChen37. At Samantha Rilio is where I am. How do you spell that? S-A-M-A-N-T-H-A-A-U-R-E-L-I-O. Okay. And if you want to see – so uh, so afterwards, uh, you're back at your hotel room. There's a photo of you. Lying in bed, dead, and you're holding up your medal. <laughs> yes. I think you tweeted it yesterday, I tweeted right? it. So if you so want to see that, that photo, um, you can go check that out on my Twitter. I, I tweeted it out to the universe because I uh, that's basically how I felt. Awesome. So now you're somewhat recovered. Yeah. I was pretty um, pretty recovered about – I needed to lie down for like an hour. Yeah. Um, took a shower, um, <laughs> which – was a hard thing to do. It was hard to get into the shower and shower. And I was like standing under the water, like, okay, just like wash your hair. Like you can do it. <laughs> um, and then laid down for a good like 45 minutes. And then we went and we got food. Uh, yeah, we went to this joint called Crazy Sushi that Crazy we sushi. found was nearby. And, Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, kind of here. I'm going to tweet a photo here. You guys, of, you uh, need to go to Twitter and check out this photo because we told the lady. 
Ming and I were a little overzealous at all times when it comes to food. I mean, you've seen my if you if you listen to this, if you follow any of my, my BS, uh, I tweet a lot of food pictures. You know, yeah. I go a little overboard. Yeah. Uh, Mike and I shared like this 18 inch sandwich yes. in, in Virginia. Mm-hmm. We, uh, yeah. So Ming and I ordered three rolls of sushi each and we just tell her to just throw it on a plate. We're like, just, we're all family here. It's fine. Just, we'll all share. Yeah. We'll she wanted share. to make it, uh, pretty. She was like, we'll make it pretty. She's like, you should have told me. We'll make, and we're like, okay, make it pretty. It's fine. It's fine. And what she actually put in front of us was like the most beautiful display. I think I'm there were like little, there were like little lights in there, and then like, like a, like it a was, boat. It was like, so like, extreme. Listen, listen, I, like, listen, I appreciate the effort, but like I'm, to- I'm shoving this in my mouth. Like I don't, don't be offended if it goes flying everywhere. <laughs> there's like, you know, there's like caviar all over the table, and like it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It was pretty ridiculous, and you have to check out this photo because it's. That's <laughs> what pretty- I do. This is what we do, though. Yep, that's. That was post race. So my question to you now: This is all over. You know, you're feeling not so sore anymore. Sort uh, of. The achievement has sunk in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, people are congratulating you. Mm-hmm. You know, people you know, people you don't know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. Uh, would you Would you do this again? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I might. Okay. I mean, but so if I did it again, I okay. I know that I would train more efficiently. I keep telling myself that. Before every, each and every race. Okay, well, I'm going to say Sometimes that to myself that now. The, uh, the thing with the half is you can kind of train around your work and life schedule. Yeah. You can miss a few runs you're, and you'll be fine. I mean, we're walking testaments to that. Yeah. Um, you missed a so solid you, 10 days. Yeah, you totally do that. Uh, a full kind of r- rules your life a little more. Yeah. Although I'm also very lazy at that. And um, yeah, the, uh, I have a guy who sends me training plans, my coach, uh, my coach, Coach Tim. And um, yeah, if he knew how many runs that I skip, like he would, he would be like, "All right, thanks, for, you know, keep chicken, keep keep sending the checks, buddy." Like you know, like he, yeah, I'm very lazy, <laughs> I'm very lazy, but um, I think I think you should do it again. Yeah, I mean, two reasons. I, One, I, you were good at it. I thought that was decent. You finished. That's all that matters. <laughs> hey. You finished. You finished without any like real struggle, really. You know what I'm saying? You didn't stop. Like, here's the thing: when you while you're running, like you see people go down. Yeah, you see people go down with cramps, like with like ambulance medic people, um, like, and then every yeah, that's the scary part. You're you're running. Like people are passed every, out on the medic bed. And yeah. I'm like, oh my god. Now while you're starting, everyone's like, oh yeah, this is great. You know, running. Uh, once you hit about mile ten and on. You started seeing people go down. Yeah. You started seeing uh, like medical personnel, like they're on golf carts and trucks, yeah. like trucking people out. It's it's very disheartening, yeah. I guess I would say. And like you, you hear sirens. Yeah. And at some points of the race, you run down the road and you have to kind of move to one side to let – to give way for the medical personnel. Yeah. Yeah. So you did it without – you didn't have to go through that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So I – There was a lady in front of us for about a mile who – had on the back of her shirt, she said, lung cancer survivor. Yes. That was... And that was like, I was like, okay, I can do this. If she can do this, like, damn, I can man up and do this. And like, I was so impressed by that woman. Like, you know, he's, I like reading people's shirts and like their stories right. that they put on, you know, um, and they tell you. And, and that was the most inspirational thing that I had seen that entire right. run. Um, and that was about mile, what, 11? Yeah. I think, 11 to 12. Did she yeah. pass us? 
<laughs> it's it's nothing there's nothing more discerning when you're running a race yeah. and like the 75 year old guy passes you without any effort <laughs> um the only thing more disheartening than that is the nine-year-old kid who passes you uh like it's nothing and it, it happens a lot to me i'm not I because they don't know what fear is right <laughs> and they're just like i guess this will hurt me tomorrow maybe what is that <laughs> well i'm gonna throw out a couple of things i look i looked today uh for destination half marathons for 2015 oh gosh these are ones that you travel to that are in exact locations yes um i want to run some by uh, key west half marathon key west florida okay where i guess i don't know how far the keys spread i would assume maybe 13.1 miles <laughs> um but at that, least that <laughs> i think if there's one place in the world that brian johnson loves is, i believe is key west mm-hmm. i've never been there but it was good enough I've, for I think Hemingway hung out down there and got drunk. Yeah, it's good enough for me. So um, that is that is cool. Uh, there's one in Austin called the 3M Half Marathon uh, by 3M. the 3M company. You know, okay. the 3M. Uh, in your goodie bag, they fill it with post-its. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna say like tape. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, th- uh, post-its and scotch tape. Yeah, I think. And I'm trying to see. Uh, um, this is one I thought – this is one I'm definitely – I think I'm going to put on the list. It's called the Mayor's Midnight Sun uh, Half Marathon. It's in Anchorage, Alaska where wow. um, it's during whatever the, the – that weird time of year where they get like 20 hours of sunlight. Yeah. So, yeah. So you run at midnight and it's like bright out. Yes. How about this one? The Napa to Sonoma Wine Country Half Marathon. Oh. Where I believe, um, you know, usually they give you a water station instead of that. It's, it's all wine. wine. Yeah, it's all it's booze. That's awesome. You could do that, and I, I don't know if there were any. Sounds other. very reminiscent of like CrossFit workouts. Yes, yes. <laughs> they give you like a beer after every round. Yeah, I, yeah. I've seen it it's happen. Not, that's not in good. person. It's, it's not, not good. good. It doesn't end well. Uh, and then there's one in <laughs> there's one in Maui. Okay. You know, you're you live in LA now. You're you ain't I, that far. You're in that far. I was just anymore. talking to my friend Colleen about how probably affordable it is to go to Hawaii from from LA. From LA, so. it's it's not that bad. Yeah. It's just when you get there, how much it costs to like exist there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Think about it. I'll think about it. Think about it. I have to recover from this one. <laughs> okay. I know it's a little early. It's been yeah. like maybe 24 hours. No, it was super cool though. I think it would definitely be in the cards if I if I don't feel the way that I felt when I crashed really hard afterwards. That was, I was like, you know this what, is what you dying know, feels like. I didn't how did, what did it? What did it feel like? It, what did you feel like? I felt like... I was dying. Like death was upon me. Like I couldn't stand up. I was like nauseous. Okay. Like my stomach hurt. Yeah. Okay. Like, but I didn't eat breakfast. I was really underprepared. I had a goo in my pocket and I never ate it. Okay. Mistake. Yeah. You hit a little nutrition before you run like yeah. for over for two and a half hours. Um, yeah, yeah. Probably a good, good thing. Super stupid. Uh, major factor in why you probably crashed. Just, yeah. yeah. That would be. We were like going to get hard-boiled eggs for the morning yes. and then at like 10.30 we were like good. walking back and we were like, we didn't get the hard-boiled eggs. Right. Dumb. It's just, just silly rookie mistakes. That's all. All right. Well, you know what you do with mistakes? You learn from them. You learn from them. You learn them. from them. Hey, so, hey. So. And that's what's up. Anyone out there run half marathons? How do you guys feel about them? Yeah. Come on by. Uh, I just got a text from our friend AJ who just uh, – I guess she was working. I wonder if she'll roll by. Should we see if she'll roll by? Yes. Uh, all right, I'm gonna text her. Do it. Um. So, other thing I wanted to, uh, to talk about. <laughs> Wait, everyone tweeting about the sushi. I ate some of that for breakfast this morning. Oh, how? Uh, 
right, yeah. So you, I took the rest of it home. We didn't. We didn't eat all of it. I felt kind of defeated not eating all of it, but we ate a good majority of it. <laughs> I I like how um you know you don't you don't adhere to 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 these Western rules of you know for breakfast you have to eat like eggs. Bacon, no, and, uh, you're like you know it was like I eat whatever I want when I want. Food is food. Breakfast is just breaking a fast. Yeah, that's all. Exactly. I like quesadillas for breakfast. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I wanted to do. Uh, I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk to you about. Um, Let's talk favorite movies. Favorite movies. Yes, favorite movies. <laughs> and uh, I believe if uh, you know, I've known you for a while, mm-hmm. about three years, mm-hmm. maybe a little more. Uh, I, I think I believe at the top of your list. Uh, is a little film called Back to the Future. About Small some, film. Some kid who like gets into a time machine. You know, not a, pe- not a lot of people know about it. Small film. Yes. But I believe that is that that might rank number one <laughs> on my list. Back to the Future, Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd. Pretty solid movie. Yes. Watched on the here's, plane ride from L.A. to New Jersey. Here's, here's the thing. Uh, a lot of people's favorite movies. Definitely in my top five. Could yeah. you name a top five if I asked you like right off the right off the uh, cuff? I'll give you my top five. Um Back to the Future, yeah. uh, Ghostbusters, Shawshank Redemption, mm-hmm. uh, Aliens, and Star Wars, Episode 4. Nice. A New Hope. Yeah. And, I uh, honorable mention to, to uh, the, uh, the Highlander. Nice. Don't know if you've ever seen that. No, there can be I only one. one. Yeah. Guy's cutting their heads, uh, I each haven't, heads I off. I haven't seen like, – I'm not a big movie watcher. Like, shame on me, I know. But, like, I listen to so much music that I like – I'm that girl that hasn't seen that movie. Okay. So I just – I Is that your official title? That's my official title. Okay. I'm that girl that hasn't seen that movie. Okay. Quote, that's, that's a quote right there. Okay. Um, but, like, for me, it's like – like, I have, like, my Back to the Future and, like, when I'm sad, I watch Wally. because <laughs> it makes me happy. Um. But like, like random, like the transporter, like the thing, um, Star Wars, always a good one. Star Trek, all of them are great. Like, I just, wait, like wait, wait, Star, when you say Star Trek, you're talking about the new ones or the old ones? All of them. All of them? You're a Star Trek fan? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like Captain Kirk, Spock, yeah. Scotty, Chekhov? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, then the new ones are super cool. I just finally watched the the newer one, the most the JJ Abrams one. one. Yeah, yeah the, it was in on the darkness, Netflix. In, uh, in the darkness on... is a very good movie. Yeah, it was really good with uh, your con. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it was on Netflix, and I was like bored one day. Um, I guess the bird cage is up there. You know, the you bird can, cage. Yeah. Okay. It's a pretty solid movie. I've, um, uh, I've never seen it. I'm not going to knock it. What? I've it was, never seen it. Yeah, I mean, it's hilarious. Um, it was on Netflix, which is when I watched it for the first time. But um, Nathan Lane is in it, and his brother was my high school principal. Really? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know Nathan Lane had a brother. He has a brother, an older brother, and he was uh, Mr. Lane. And they sound and exactly alike. So morning announcements were hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and so, wait a minute. Okay, wait. Nathan Lane. So he's from Jersey, then. I guess. I mean. I remember he came into my history class my freshman year and he was like, so I was having dinner with Rosie O'Donnell last night. And we were all like, whatever, man. <laughs> like teenage, like whatever. Right. Um, but he he had to leave because there was like a scandal with him like having an affair with one of the teachers. <laughs> Can I say that? I did it. Yeah. It's already it's in, it's in, it's I'm already sure done. It's public. I'm sure it's public yeah, record. Yeah, it's probably public record. But uh, back to – 
Let's get back to Back to the Future. Back to the um, Future. Okay, so Back to the Future came out before you were born. Yes, four years before my okay. my birth. So uh, I mean, I'm old. So my dad took me and my brother in 1985. Uh, we saw I saw it in the theater, and <sighs> so I was cool. uh, when I was yeah I was 10 years old. I was freaking blo- I was blown away. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, I was like holy crap! This I was like this might be the best movie since I've seen since Return of the Jedi. No. Well, no, no, that's not true. Uh, 84 was a magical year for movies. So I was probably the best movie I saw since Ghostbusters and Temple of Doom. Okay. <laughs> um, but, but up until that point, I'd never seen anything about time travel. And I've been hooked yeah. on anything time travel related since. Yeah. So when did you first come upon this magical Robert Zemeckis, Steven Spielberg masterpiece? Bob, and let's not, let's, uh, let's get props to, to, uh, to uh, Bob Hale as well, since he um, kind of had a hand in writing it. Bob Gale. I think I knew it from the ride in Bob Florida. Gale. Okay. So you heard about the ride first. Before – because when we go to Florida as a family when I was growing up, we weren't Disney people. We were Universal people. Um, so we would always go to Universal. Okay. Or I hadn't been to Disney since I was like four. Right. You know, like we just didn't go. It wasn't a thing that we liked to do. It was crowded. And so wait, you went on the ride first? And I think I, I think I just knew it from the ride. So you're on this ride. You don't, you don't, you have no idea what's going on. It's kind of cool though. It's kind of cool. Okay. And then I was like, I honestly don't even remember when I watched it for the first time. Okay. But I was reintroduced to it. Like I knew everything about it. Like I knew the ride. I knew right. the movie. Okay. And you knew the movie without having seen the movie. So it was like one big like trailer. It was one big trailer. <laughs> one big like okay. blur of a trailer in my mind. Right. What year was this? If you No, I couldn't even tell you. Yeah. It was probably when I was like ten, you know, like okay. who knows? Um and then I like saw the movie. I don't even. I couldn't even tell you the first time I saw the movie, but I remember like being reintroduced to it when, um, they started coming out with like the collections of the three of them. Yes. And when was the first? Did when was the first time someone popped it in? I guess it was VCR, probably. Yeah. And you saw the full thing. Probably like when I was twelve. Okay. We, yeah, a little VCR. I'm I'm trying to remember if we had it on laserdisc or not. Because we had a laserdisc player. I had one too. Yeah, I had one too. Uh, I was there was a period in my life where I wanted to be a film snob, and I'm like, well, the only way to experience it, like, yeah, truly intended. Side A, side B. Yeah, was to buy a laserdisc player. <laughs> the that movie was, stops. It goes to a blue screen. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I had an auto. Mine auto flip. It auto flip, but it would stop. Yeah, it would and stop. Blue yeah. screen. Blue now screen for about to yeah, side B. for about like thirty. Yeah. Even, if you had a good player, maybe stop for like ten seconds. Yeah. If you had a bad player, thirty seconds. Totally take you out of the movie. Yeah, totally like removed you. But uh, yeah, I watched it. And then we got – when DVDs came out, we got the three – like the 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 trilogy. trilogy. And then I think I took it to college and would watch it on my laptop. Right. And then I think it got lost between Philadelphia and New Jersey. And so – my dad bought it on Blu-ray, so I couldn't take it because <laughs> I only had a DVD player, and he had a Blu-ray okay, regular, player. Yes, yeah. So he bought it on Blu-ray. Did he introduce it to you? 
Probably. Okay. I honestly can't even – like I've been watching this movie for so long that I don't even remember when I like, first It's just basically a part of your life It right like now. is a part of You're, my life. Like, I'll, like, I'll, I'll watch it maybe once or twice a year. Like, I want to go to the Burger King on Ventura because I want to go yeah. – the place was next to Doc Brown's like apartment. Right, yes. Like a garage essentially. Uh, Ventura, yeah, like, like it's <laughs> maybe like 15 minutes from you. Yeah, like dumb things that I want to do. Like I want to like scout out all the it, um, It's not that dumb. There's a website that lists all the locations yeah. that are still existing. I went to the studio tour in Universal and I yeah. saw where the clock tower yeah. is. Which is still there. It's still there. It's still mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the Twin Pines Mall or the Lone Pine Mall or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you want to consider it. Um, my family used to have a Chinese restaurant at that mall. It is now called really? the Puente Hills Mall in City of Industry, California. Oh. I, my family out there, we had a we had a, we had a little fast food Chinese restaurant joint out there. So that's amazing. That I remember uh, when my cousin told me that I was like, "No way! That that that's not the mall." I was like, "Dude, that's the mall. That's the mall." And I thought that was cool. Now I you know I'll watch Back to the Future once, maybe twice a year, maybe more if it's if I catch it on TV. Like you're literally rolling it like all the time. Yeah. Um, so when I moved, I was a little upset that I couldn't take it with me. And my friend Emily um, mailed me uh, Wally because I watch that when I'm sad. Right. So if I'm watching Wally, you know I'm having a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she mailed me the trilogy, which right. was so nice of her. And so when I was I – wa- I watched it like a bajillion times. I like literally could verbatim tell you the whole movie. Um, but I brought it with me. I brought – my friend let me borrow Ted because I've never seen the movie. Yeah. Um, so I brought that with me so I could watch it. But then I was sitting in the airplane and I was like, I don't want to watch because it's like – It's not it's a like little – It's, not, it's yeah. not PG. So I didn't want to like sit on the plane and watch it with my headphones in while someone next to me was like, what is this girl watching? I, I worry about that too. Um, yeah. I, used to, I, used to have a, I still have it. Uh, I used to travel with a 17-inch laptop. Yeah. And I would, yeah, I would go through my DVD collection. And I'm, yeah, like, and I'm like, no, so I, no. I, I was like, I can't, you know, like, yeah, you, uh, well, Ted, you could, you, with headphones. I haven't seen it. I don't know. So, I, I mean, I brought it with Ted. me. I'll probably watch um, it. Tonight. I remember the last time I went to, I thought I was going to LA. I was like, oh, maybe I'll catch up on a uh, Californication. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I don't know who's going to be next to me. I don't want them to, <laughs> to, uh, well, you know what? I wouldn't, over. I wouldn't mind if they got the wrong idea about me. Like, what's this? You know, but there, there are a lot, there are a lot of boobs in the, in that show. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah, a lot. Of, you know, just I, I, I they're I'm, all I'm, over the place. It's fine. I'm considerate. <laughs> I'm considerate, but I'm just saying. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, so I brought Ted, and I brought okay. Back to the Future. Okay, you you went. So you I watched. It safe. I watched Back to the Future, and like they have like the TV. So I was watching like Biggest Loser and Back to the Future. Switching the back same, and forth. Switching back and forth. So during commercials, I would watch. Um, Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah. Because I have I have dreams of meeting Bob Harper one day and tell him that I CrossFit too sometimes. Uh, from Biggest Loser. Yeah, we're friends on Facebook, but he just doesn't know who I am. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, it's yeah. fine. That that could change. Maybe. But, yes. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. So yeah, I've I've watched it a million times. Uh, so out of the, the trilogy, um, so I mean, obviously the first one's awesome. First one's uh, do you feel the other two hold up? Yes. Which one do you like better? You like two or three better? Three. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? I just think it's a really good, like, rounded 
I don't know. Like when he goes to the future and he's like fighting Biff with the like skyscraper that looks like Atlantic City. Right. Like I love it. It's okay. great. But I just – I like the Western one for some reason. Okay. I just think it's cool. I think, yeah, I think the third one – you'll like – I think – yeah, it depends. If, you, if you're if you in like weird in, in the Western stuff. Yeah. My friend says she liked the second one but Like it's really just whatever. I, um, I like the second one just because uh, of uh, the – just um, the predicted view of 2015. <laughs> Yeah, it's and 20, how far, 15 in like four months. Yeah, and how far <laughs> off we yeah. are. It's kind of fun seeing how far off we are now. The McFlies are coming out in 2015. The the shoes, you the mean. The shoes. The self-lacing shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sign me up. Yeah, Signed my drummer that you met, Tom, yes. he's uh, big on shoes. Okay. He's he. I remember him telling me when we were in college, he was like, McFlies, 2015. Yes. I'm so excited. Self-lacing. Uh, self-lacing Nikes. The jacket. Yeah. Uh, is the jacket going to come out? I know the shoes. Are. I don't think the I don't think the self. Uh, <laughs> that would be, probably there's going to be exist one in the universe, and someone will wear it to right. like a comic con or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. So uh, the hat, uh, the hat they sell at comic cons. I haven't brought myself to pay the thirty dollars that they're they've been charging for the hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hat is cool. Um, I was talking to Mike. He's very disappointed that no hoverboards. No hoverboards. I don't think we'll be seeing any hoverboards anytime soon. <sighs> so lame. And uh, every you know every what uh, flying cars probably not happening. I mean, I drive a two thousand one, so <laughs> that thing ain't flying anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, I mean, we're just getting to the electric car, yeah, the plug-in cars. I don't think we'll be flying anytime soon. Um, Which the only place I've seen electric car plug-in stations is in a parking garage in Los Angeles. Yeah. I was with you the first time I saw it. We went to go see the the room, and we parked <laughs> the room. Tommy Wiseau's masterpiece. Yes, the room. The room. We went to go see like a midnight screening or whatever. Yes. And I was like, wait, guys, I have to take a picture of this. It's so crazy. And now I see it at like yeah, every parking over now. garage now. Yeah. They're all over. Yeah. Um, and I liked uh, – yeah, I just like their weird view. I like alternate timelines as well. Yeah. So – which is why I'm uh, such a big fan of the movie Donnie Darko. That would be number seven on my list. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah, I have I have seen that one. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I have I've actually seen that one. That is that that movie was in. They talk about Back to the Future in that movie. Mm-hmm. It's very very Back to the Future two inspired by the alternate timelines and um the met, uh, traveling in time in a in a metal vessel. Yes, very inspired by that. Yeah, the third one I I remember seeing it. Like I'm not a big Western guy, I guess. Yeah. And. I mean, it kind of rehashes the other two. Yeah, I mean, it's and, super like just going over the same exact thing. Like, the even the lines when he when he runs into like his mom, you yeah. know, like the, it's it's just very like repetitive. Yeah. But it's just cool to be like, oh my gosh, they're like building the clock tower. Right. Like, just that was cool. The random that part was that, cool. Yeah, just the little things like that, you know, and like the trains. And I don't know, my dad works on trains, so yeah. I'm, like trains are cool to right. me. <laughs> Like, you know, so just I the think, little things. I think I'm more of a look forward kind of guy than look back. Mm-hmm. And so the future interests me, like the, the technology, yeah. especially technology, interests me far more than um, than than the than the back. Yeah. Um, hold on, I got I got AJ here. She popping by. She is. She's here. She's just like She's I see here? the back door. And uh, do you want me to go uh, grab her? Yeah, go I'll grab step her. Out. Excuse Go grab her. I'll, uh, I'll vamp here. Vamp away. I'll vamp here. And I got to hook go. up some, some gear here. But uh, yes, um, let me uh, give you an introduction. Uh, AJ is our friend who ran the half marathon with us. Um, she's a, if anybody's a hockey fan out there, she's a former Devil's Dancer. 
which was cool. I remember I invited her to one of the comic book man premiere parties that we had a couple of years ago. And uh, Walt, Walt Flanagan came, and I remember the day after, he came over to me, and I was like, hey, man, thanks for coming to the party. And his only question was, he looks over at me, and he's, he's like, dude, how'd you get a devil's dancer to come to the party? What? And I'm like, I asked. Like, what? I'm, I asked, dumbass. Like, why? Why? I don't, and why are you so incredulous? But, AJ, how are you? I'm good. I'm going to hook up a mic here for you. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm sit good. down. Would you mind? Uh, come, yeah. come Would you mind? I want to talk about yesterday, oh God. if you don't mind. <laughs> Um, we are on live now. So, what up, uh, guys? Yeah, so uh, I got another mic. I'll hook it up for you. But you know, try try to try to keep your racist views to yourself. And, uh, <laughs> oh I'm yeah, so you got you got some. Because I'm so we're, racist. We need uh, we need headphones yes. for AJ though. Uh, you don't really need them. Do I really need them? I don't think so. No, you're be what good. What am I listening to? You're good. Yourself. Yourself, basically. I've, it's super. Uh, I hear myself just fine. Narcissistic okay. and stuff. So. <laughs> All right, we're talking about back. I'll fit right in. <laughs> we, uh, we're talking. We're um, we're talking about Back to the Future. Okay. So Samantha's favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it your favorite? <laughs> have, you, have you only told me about it like twenty thousand times? <laughs> never would have guessed it was your favorite. <laughs> I just I've never met such a big fan of the film who was not born while the film was out. Ha. Yeah. <laughs> I was okay. like devastated when they got rid of the ride at Universal. <laughs> like hard. I was like, Simpsons is the worst ride ever. Yeah, so, no, I, on it three times. I know. <laughs> I um I thought it was cool because uh like I mean that that's kind of proof positive the movie still holds up. Yeah. Oh I my think. god. Like it's, it's almost timeless. It's always a classic. Timeless. Always. Yes. So AJ. Yeah. Uh you accomplished a major uh something major yesterday. It was a big it was one of my biggest goals for 2014. And mm-hmm. I'm was, super stoked about it. it. I was actually, you know, all all of uh, my coworkers, you know, were asking about it today. Because um, I work for Lululemon, as Sam did, as I'm sure you guys have talked about. Um <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's so weird. We've been talking about it. We've planned this for the past five months and to talk about it for so long and now it's come and gone. Oh, sorry. I, just I don't even I don't even know how to process that. You it, know? I, uh, um, all, anytime I run a race with friends, uh, right before we start, I always kind of joke around and I'm like, whose idea was this? <laughs> yes, I remember and you saying that, but I actually forget whose idea whose was. Whose idea was it? Was, it? it was your this, idea. It was not my idea. I think it was your idea. Was it my idea? I, it think, it, I think it was your idea. <laughs> You know me. I don't have any short-term memory. I can't remember. It was totally your idea. Was, I think it was totally your idea. It probably was. <laughs> yeah, but I was. Um, I couldn't really convey it in words or pictures. But I was just trying to get out the message that, like, you guys set like a goal once, yeah. thought like extremely lofty. Hashtag integrity. And but you followed through and and um and freaking crushed it. Hell yeah. Even with, the sprain, even with the doctor telling me not to run <laughs> and a sprained ankle. Yeah. Here's, here's to preface, the- AJ's ankle exploded like a week before the race. <laughs> no right, big deal. Right, here's, here's the thing. I mean, you're, you're athletic. Uh, you've been yeah. dancing your whole life. Yes. Uh, you dance professionally. Yes. And you, know, you work out. You, work, uh, you teach at a, at a high-intensity fitness yes. um, method, like revolves around fitness. method called uh, Pure Bar. Yes. And Which Ming has come to take. It's legit. Props to Ming. I have. It's, not um, many men step foot into oh, that. Not, I mean, it's very like maybe one percent. Not many men have the guts to do that. To me, that that shows a secure man. Yeah. Hey, just saying. AJ, <laughs> tell everybody like how how much of a real man I am. <laughs> I don't get that a lot around here. No, stop. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that. A, I, I don't. I don't. I don't get that a lot around here. Um, so I mean, you're very you're very athletic, but running. Yes. Running. 
You know, it's funny. Someone at work today said they're like, do you call yourself a runner? And I was like, no, I don't identify with being a runner um, at all. Selfie moment. Selfie moment mid-talk. I think uh, somebody told me, like I, I started running a few years back and um, um, I was mm-hmm. talking to them and uh, I remember them telling me, they're like, uh, I uh, I was like, well, you know, you know, when did you consider yourself a runner? Is this someone who was really hard? Do you consider yourself a runner now? I didn't until uh, I ran my first... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't until I completed my first full marathon. Then oh, I was like, okay, well, I guess. No, 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 absolutely not. Absolutely, you guys are you guys are full legit runners. I, I still don't identify with it. I will always identify with being a dancer, but I still don't identify with being a runner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which you're, you know? which you're amazing at. Thank you. Um, there are YouTube videos no, out there. <laughs> not stopping. Stop. Keep going. <laughs> um, but. Uh, I mean, while you were training, you had a, a ton of setbacks. So many setbacks. I was just saying, I never felt like I've had so many things working against me to do something yeah. before in my life. Um, which we joked. We were like, it sounds like the universe is telling me not to run this marathon. Yeah. <laughs> the universe was like, no, no, I, I mean, stop. I think like, like just simply health-wise, you had many things stopping you yes. from training uh, like you wanted to. Yes. Like your heart was there. Just the body <laughs> and the advice from medical professionals were not there telling you. Yes. It was like, listen, you right. You have to. So kinda... the moral of the story is: screw medicine, follow your heart. <laughs> I, I no, I don't. I do. I I believe in that. Um, I believe in, it gets me in trouble sometimes, but no, yes. it's not. This could have been a very like haphazard situation, and then luckily, you know, luckily this isn't wood, but you know, we'll just pretend. I, there's um, wood underneath. There might be there. wood in there's there somewhere. Some, there's wood somewhere here. Right. Um, luckily, it all turned out okay. I mean, you and I were talking this morning, Meg, and I told you, uh, luckily, my ankle is fine. There's yeah, no, so I like wood, a, like if anything, it's de-swollen. Is that a word? It's it's swollen. Um, <laughs> something like that. Something. Why like, do you know, not have AJ on the podcast all the time? <laughs> I, w- I wish um, you're never. You're it's too less busy. swollen. I okay. feel like I have more range of mobility. Okay. I probably have like two percent pain. Right. Is that if it's measurable? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, besides the health setbacks, um, I think you, you you suffered through a major sickness. Yes. For, or I mean, like major. Oh yeah, I forgot about mono. Oh yeah, my like, god, there's three things. <laughs> like you totally had mono, which like knocks people <gasps> on their the asses. For the second time, people. Second time. Yeah. Mono. <laughs> knocks people on their asses for like a, like two months. I know. Like legit, but you train, you fought through it. You trained through this that. This is like stupid. <laughs> Um, and then last week you rolled. Why your the heck did I run? <laughs> Looking back at it, <laughs> and you rolled your ankle a week ago. Yeah, about a week ago. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, just about a week ago. It was pretty bad. Um, so I, and the, the moral of the story is: uh, anyone story listening is, out there, like, you get off your asses, <laughs> get some heart, yeah. man up or yeah. woman up, go run thirteen point one. And I think I discovered the cure for sprained ankles, which as is, you and I discussed. Which um, is. Clearly, I riced the hell out of it. Rice. Uh, was um, it rest? Ice, ice, refresh, and elevate. Okay. Did that nonstop. Okay. Anytime I wasn't working, I was ricing. Right. And then I ran half marathon. Yeah. So it's rice and run. Rice and run. <laughs> rice but and not run. 30 minutes, people. 13.1. You have to run. That's the cure. Yeah, you have to run 13.1 miles. <laughs> That's the quick cure for a sprained ankle. Yeah. It's all good now. I feel like I could go take gymnastics tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe not. As, <laughs> as I'm was, like hobbling through my day, she's like, I'm doing cartwheels. <laughs> who was that gymnast? You remember. Carrie Strug. Thank you. Carrie Strug. It was my Carrie Strug moment. Do you know who we were talking about? Yes. Where she lands. Yep. And on one ankle. Yep. That was my moment. Yep. I didn't win anything. I think you sent me that video <laughs> of her doing that. It's like one of my favorite Olympic moments. Gymnasts. I still remember watching it as a kid. Maybe I was like three or five years old. Two or five. <laughs> I think you were. I, and so I'm sad to say. Not I, four. She wasn't four. I, I'm sad to say. I think I was like 18. <laughs> I'm very old. But. We were just talking yesterday. Ming doesn't look his age. 
for your five. Thank you. At all. Mm, no. Thank no. you. It's it's all makeup. I don't know if you follow me. <laughs> I on, saw that post today. Follow me on Instagram. I, uh, Do you like having makeup put on you? It. Uh, so today uh, we're finishing. We're wrapping up Comic Book Men. We're on our last. We're on the on the home stretch. We got three more days left. We got two more days left now. Do you get sad when it wraps up? Yes, absolutely. Because oh. uh, when I we shoot here, uh, like I make friends with the cast, or not the cast, the crew. Yeah. And we have about twenty five crew members oh, who yeah. work in various positions. And I really, you know, some of them are like I've become very dear friends with some of them. So when we shoot in the summer, it's like a big summer camp where you see this I'm the same people every year. Yeah. Uh, some of them go in and out, and I make friends with the new people who come in too. Yeah. So when they leave, it's like a big hole. It's really. Oh, of course. Not, you know, like I text them, and they're spread out. They go to other jobs. They go to other shows. Some of them go home. They're not really around here, so mm-hmm. um, so yeah. It's like it's really like summer camp where yeah. afterwards you have to you know you, you 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 write letters to them or well now you can just text Absolutely. them and stuff like that. But, <laughs> Nowadays, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, we're shooting with Kevin for the last three days. We do the the we're uh, we have a set a couple doors down where we it's the podcast set yeah where we do this on the show yeah, yeah. the roundtable and since the c- cameras are so like kind of in your face and they're all high def yeah we all get made up for that that's awesome so we have a we have a makeup person uh, her name's kimberly do you even see the cameras anymore are you being um concerned? no not really so yeah i figured it's it's yeah it's what they say <laughs> No, you're truly. That's the only way to do it. Like you just kind of forget about them. Yeah, yeah that's otherwise, you're, if you're too aware, it's gonna. It sucks. Right. <laughs> you're like sweating. You're like, oh my god, it's looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got camera in your face right now, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm aware of it. Are you? <laughs> All right, and uh, so uh, yeah, so uh, before we do that, yeah, I get made up. So I get it's it's basically. Um, what it, do they put on you? Uh, it's, they don't uh, do even half as much as they put on a girl. No, actually, I want to talk about this, but let's talk um, about it. But uh, for me, I think they put on a little foundation, cool, uh, and then a little powder to powder it down. Before that, I get a little moisturizer, yeah, and uh, I think I get a little stuff that kind of even. I have you know just to even the tone out. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's yeah. very basic. Yeah, that's good. But you when you dance professionally, uh, say for the devils. Yeah, I like, mean they had, had a, they had us for uh, example. <laughs> they had us do our own makeup for each game. Yeah. Um, but for any like photo shoot, they would do it for us. Yeah. But you know what? Half the time, I would like the way I did it on myself right. better than what they would do. Yeah, I don't know. I'm very picky. Did they have? Did they have rules about? Yes, like they either did. maybe not enough or too much. Yes, they did. Um, we had to wear a bright red lip um, for the devil yeah. since our color was red, and so if you did too much of like a really really dark, like it could really you were very close to like crossing that line of like. Looking a little less than right. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll, just, we'll just say it politically correct. Um, so yeah, they had rules like that. The biggest rules, um, which kind of goes across the board for like NFL, NBA, all like kind of professional uh, cheerleaders and dancers, is whatever color hair they set you in. Some people have to change their hair when they make the team, but whatever color hair they either accept you on the team as or change you to, you cannot change at all. Um, you have to stay that way. Because um, they need an even ratio of like blondes, brunettes. Okay, so they're trying it's to. Very, yeah, it's a very uh, like superficial kind of like on the surface. Yeah, yeah, but they don't want they don't want like twenty brunettes on a team. You need like variety. You, you want to yeah, want to switch yeah. it up. So yeah, they don't like that. And like whenever we would take pictures, you can't like I could never stand next to another blonde. Like there had to be a brunette in between yeah. us or someone to so break. It was very. It, up. it was kind of calculated. It's very yeah. It's very calculated. Um, but it made sense. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, I get it. And, uh, you, were, you, were, you were with the devil two years? Two years. Two seasons. Yes. Which, um, have you talked about this on here, that they've taken away the dancers? No, I haven't. It's, it's, I'm actually kind of bummed out about it. Yeah, um, super bummed out about so, it. So uh, the, the, the New Jersey Devils, which if you look around here, we have a freaking shrine in here. <laughs> uh, we're the Still biggest. Still a loyal fan. Still a loyal fan. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, so uh, new ownership moved in last year. Yep. And they've, they've axed. The Devil's Axe, Dancers. The Devil's Dancers. Which yes. um, I, didn't I was. I know that. That's yeah, so sad. In a, in a kind of cruel way. I mean, I'm, 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 I obviously wasn't on the team when right. it happened, but they did it so late in the game yeah. that the majority of the girls couldn't even audition for another team that summer. Yeah, all, that sucks. All dance team auditions are in the summer, and they pretty much normally the Devil's auditions are in August, and I think they told them like pretty much August 1st, yeah. which by then all the other team's auditions have gone. So all those girls who were working so they got screwed. Are, out of, are out of that job. Wow. Really kind of like cruel. And I think they knew for a really long time that they weren't going to keep them. So I feel like that's no, just Like they had the like, inkling. Oh, okay. So yeah, they could have said yeah. something a little earlier. Yeah, I think so. But Did you enjoy your experience? I loved it. It was, a, it was a life-changing experience. I grew as a person. I grew as a dancer. I loved my teammates. I loved the team. It was amazing. Um. Once I cure my autoimmune disease, I would go back to dancing in a heartbeat. Really? Yeah. That's, that's in awesome. In a heartbeat. That's um, actually what drives me to... I was to I was it. always a fan. Uh, I had... Uh, Kevin had bought season tickets, I think, in 09 and 010. It's um, just the energy is so amazing. I thought it was cool. And I, 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 during the games, like, they were the main focus for um, between, you know, between, uh, during breaks. Yeah. They were, uh, they were very, yeah. I, I mean, what are they going to do now? I mean, there's such a focus. They're having, um, I forget what they're calling it, but kind of like an entertainment crew where it's like basically like a bunch of people dressed in t-shirts who will like throw t-shirts That's and like <laughs> kind of rev up the crowd and it's going to be men and women. And they even offered some of the dancers that job. Yeah. It's not or, the like, same. like to interview it for it, yeah. but it's, it's literally like, then you're just, it's not at all the same. It's um, do you ever, have you ever notice how nuts people go over like a freaking free T-shirt? Like it's yes. it's crazy, right? Yes, it's crazy. I've seen fights break it out. It was really cool when we had to throw them because we felt like you had so much power. <laughs> Everyone wanted to get your attention. Did you, you felt power throwing out T-shirts? Felt so much power. <laughs> <laughs> the power. The sad part was my throw is not that great, so it could only, I don't I only think had, anybody cared. I only had a limited range of like who I could reach. <laughs> I don't think anybody cared. But. <laughs> I'm sure the far people who wanted it <laughs> cared a little bit. Yeah. Uh, now you told me there were there were very strict rules. Yes. While you worked there, uh, one yes. I think the biggest one that stood out was you you were allowed absolutely no interaction with the players. Oh my god! Absolutely it's not. So strict. It's so strict. none. Like you couldn't even look at them. Okay, they so are. for those of you who know Prudential Center, it's like a big oval yeah. down at the bottom. Yeah. And so there's like the side door entrance where the players and we come in, but we come in probably like. Four, four hours before the game would start. So when you walk in, you could either go like through the hallway. I forget what they called it, but it was like the, I don't know. It was like a really, the short way to go, which would inevitably walk by the players' locker right. rooms. And that would be the short way to get to our old dressing room. Um, but instead they made us walk all the way around the freaking oval. Oh, right. So the, we you were basically running, yeah, the oval, like you're basically going, yeah, around the other way. Yeah. So you went three quarters around instead of a quarter yeah. away because they didn't even want us like walking. And we were told that if we were walking down in that oval, which is where all like the yeah. b- behind the scenes happens, and if we saw a player, right. it was our job to immediately turn around and walk the other way. Right. That if we were ever caught even conversing with a player, yeah. it was our gone? heads gone in a second. Did yeah. that ever happen? Not where you can no, where you had happened. to turn around. Never happened on our team. Um, like, oh crap! That's I've that. Seen, <laughs> I've seen a few players like every now and then. Um, 
you know, we see them walk by and like, even they know, like I, there's like that skittish moment where right. like you lock eyes and then you know it's right, wrong. Like, oh, oh, crap. And it's like, <laughs> and you weirdly like look away and look at the floor. There's something in there that you want to look right. back just to, just to cross that line. It's like, oh my God, Zach Parise just looked at me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm done. Um, it's over. My favorite? It's oh, there done. was a, there was a really tall one. That was my favorite. I, uh, I can't remember names. You know, Brian Ralston. Uh, no, you know, more. And, uh, um, no, he was really cute. <laughs> you would know me. Uh, Clark- <laughs> probably David Clarkson. Yeah. Oh, was it David Clarkson? I love David Clarkson. David Clarkson was a brawler. I can say it now. I love yeah. David Clarkson. Yeah, he's. Uh, I think he's playing for the Maple Leafs now or something. Oh, yeah, you're. Yeah. Um, yeah, I loved. I love David Clarkson, and I saw him one day in the hallways, like my dream come true, and right. I couldn't even look at him. That, <laughs> uh, did that rule apply outside of the arena? Yeah. If you saw Brian, if you, if you saw David Clarkson at, if you saw Clarkson, especially outside, like in a bar or something like that. Oh my goodness, that's part of the reason that like they just didn't, they didn't want any. I understand the rule. They didn't want any negative um, social media to go out there. So right. if someone, if some random person were to take a picture on their iPhone of a Devil's Dancer right. and David Clarkson right. sitting would, at a bar, look they could sell that to the media, and the media can write a whole story about how David Clarkson's cheating on his wife right. with this girl, blah blah, and it's not even you know that whole thing. So they just no interaction. Can't even see them. Can't talk to them. Yeah. Or anything. I know the Devils were more strict than any any other team because I know like the Knicks or like the Dallas Cowboys like they do appearances with the players right. and things like that. But the Devils are such a family oriented um, organization, right. which I very much respect. And they I, uh, really I wonder where that rule like, came from. It came down from like Vanderbeek, the owner, or there um, was or okay. or Lou. The rule came from I believe it was. Um, I like I could see Lou. The GM, I see. No, it wasn't. Kind of it wasn't based right. on the Devils. It's a whole national. It's like a based on the whole dance cheerleader, <laughs> like professional athlete sort of thing. I believe it was a Nets dancer that started dating a Nets player. Right, and, and like they it, had a whole affair, and they were even set to get married. And then last second, I believe he sent her an email calling it off. Right, and it just blew up in the news and. Like everywhere, the Nets organization was completely defamed by this like slander, um, and it was a big, big deal. And I think from that point on, every professional team said no dating, no contact, no you know, kind of put the put their foot down with it. But yeah, that crazy, is, right? So, yeah, so somebody ruined it for everybody. That's why you're not That's dating Clark. That's why you're no, like David Clarkson's not your boyfriend right now. Well, he was married to begin with, so he was never <laughs> set to. Be. He was oh, never what, meant okay. to be. <laughs> right. Sadly. But yeah, yeah. Uh, are you a hockey fan yourself? I am a hockey fan. Did they make you take a test or anything? I mean, no, they didn't. Um, which I know some teams do, which would make me very nervous because I have become I have become sports fans by dancing for teams. Right. So I, since I danced for basketball in college, I'm a huge basketball fan because I understand the sport right. from dancing for them. Because right. I don't, my family's not very sports oriented. Um, you know, my dad is, but my mom has yeah. no clue. She's foreign. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, just be real. It's her birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, mom. Um, happy birthday, uh, Sonia. Yes. Sonia, Sonia. Um, happy birthday. Yes. And uh, and then I learned hockey through dancing for hockey. Um, so my last one is football, which I, you know, if I was to be quizzed on it right now, I could only tell you there's 100 yards on the field. All right. But, you know, if you, if you become... <laughs> you know, some people get that wrong. Just saying. Uh, yes, not you. Not you. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> Got you. that one. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> but uh, yeah. <laughs> so... So like uh, like were you able to watch the games? 
Oh my god, absolutely. Okay, let's. We we only danced when there was like a timeout, right? Like, or when there yeah, was a or like a TV timeout so, or the stoppage know, in play. We had to know what type of timeout it was in right. hockey to know what type of dance we were going to do. We had different. We had things called like snippet silence, like yeah. things like that. So we had to know what was going on. We had to know. We knew that like when the red light went on, it was like you know. So we we had to know the game to understand what we were going to do next completely. Right. So that made it cool because we got really really into it, especially when the Rangers came to play. Um, got really, really heated and excited. There's a Rangers Devils game tonight. No, there is right now. Yeah, preseason. Are you stalking it? Uh, I'm doing the, the uh, even more important than hockey to me is podcasting. But <laughs> just fairly, fairly, fairly. I, I'm DVRing. I'll, I'll watch it. It's preseason. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm glad it's back though. Yes, I'm glad it's back. And I have a hockey buddy to go to games with, which is your father. Yeah, so going to the games with oh, your father that like makes him so happy. Couple, but he like, only wants ago. to go when they're winning. He's not <laughs> quite a loyal fan. Yeah, he's so. a loyal fan, but he's just like I'm not. He's a very practical person. So yeah. he's like I'm not driving all that way. Yeah, he's like I'd rather watch at home. Right. <laughs> Although I've 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 driven him a couple times. Oh, he he lo- he likes it when he has company, but he would never yeah. do it alone. So yeah, it's no. Uh, I mean, going to sporting events alone isn't that fun. No, I've done it, but it's terrible. It's, yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> Though when you go to a sporting event, you're really not alone because everyone's like, Ming, Ming, Ming. I mean, not, back, not back in the day. My dad still brags about how he got like the side star treatment. Oh, okay. Can we, tell, can we tell the story? <laughs> so I, uh, me and your dad go to a game last year, last season. Yeah. And um, I get a text from a dude I know who works in the front office. He, uh, he does like youth outreach and he handles like sweet ticket sales. Like, And um, he's like, hey, um. Hey, you're coming out. Can you meet me like on the upper level? I want to ask you a question. So me and your dad roll up there, and uh, he was like, "Hey, man, do you do you have time right now?" I'm like, "Yeah, why?" He's like, uh, "We want you to cut uh, like a Let's Go Devils chant that we want to run on the jumbotron tonight." And I'm like, "Yeah, hell yeah, I'll do." Wait, of course. did they have your like video or was it just like the chant? It's video. Oh my they god, I didn't it. even know that. So they had a whole setup thing, but they wanted to do it in the front office. So we get led down into like the inner, like the front office, like the inner workings, and and. Stuart's introducing me and your dad to like all yeah. the people in there, and he's like, "Oh, the owners are right there," and the Stuart does this, and um, starry eyed. You have no idea. And uh, yeah, did my dad say one word during this whole thing? Nah, uh, he was cordial. Barely. He was cordial. <laughs> that's that's my father. He's just he's just like an observer. Like he'll just just like that parrot that sits on your shoulder and watches everything. <laughs> but he's taking it all in, yeah, and you have no idea how much he observer. chatted about it when he got home. <laughs> so um, they had this. It was a cow statue with the devil's logos a all cow. over it. <laughs> Because naturally. <laughs> and um, their whole setup was like, hey, um, we feed this cow hockey puck and then kind of act like you're aware of the cameras in your face and just be like, hey, why are you, what are you doing? Why, stop watching me. You know, like, you know, let's go devil. Like I'm screaming. That's really cool. And the, my, the first take I did it, I was like, let's go devil. I was like, no, dude, get crazy. Like start frothing at the mouth, like go nuts. <laughs> and I, I want to do it. Like, do you have a I, video of it? Yeah. Oh my it's god! On, yeah, I'll show it to you. You have to show me that. That's fabulous. I wanna like I wanna go nuts, but I see your dad over there, and I don't want I don't know why, but I'm like I got really nervous, sort of, and I'm like he has that effect on people. <laughs> like I don't know why. Throw it up with him. <laughs> Excuse me, but uh, yeah, so I take I do like he's actually five. a big marshmallow deep down. Really, just barely comes out. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why that was holding me back. I was just like, uh, it was like this is a man I really respected, so I didn't want to like go, like act like a nut in front of him, maybe. But so I, it took me like five takes. But That's the last fine. He's one, used to me being a nut all day. Okay. <laughs> but the but the last yeah the last one I just I went nuts. And, and that's, that, the one that's, the one, that's the one they use. They're like Ming and cut. <laughs> uh, so afterwards, they're like, "Hey, um, uh, do you want to watch from the owner's box?" 
Like we had tickets like on the lower level. You're like, but, nah, man, I got better but, tickets. Uh, they're, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're watching the owner's box. And, and, I, and yeah, I look over him and I'm like, hey, you want to like, we'll hang out there for a period or, you know. And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. No problem. So we get. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. So. Yeah, I so, think I have time for that. It's fine. Yeah, so we get in there and the, yeah, we're in the owner's box for the first period and uh like some of the big players come out, like Ken Danico was there. Yes. Uh, I've met Danico. They let me meet alumni. Danico's alumni, yeah, really okay. nice. Danico's a cool guy. Yeah, he's really cool. He likes the ladies. Yeah, he does. He's, yeah. <laughs> it's good looking. He's still he's yeah, still he's like got it. Yeah. huge. Huge. Yeah. And uh yeah, some of, the, I I some of the alumni one. like Grant Marshall was That's up there and uh, like uh, uh like Jim Dowd. Like oh, these dudes have all won Stanley Cups, so Yes. I saw Grant Marshall actually teaching kids how to like play hockey for like a hot yeah. second. My first year, my first promo ever was down in Atlantic City. Yeah, they were doing like a whole thing. Grant Marshall was cool. Yeah, he's I like uh, he's a cool guy. Props to Grant Marshall. And uh, yeah, so we were sitting, you know, sitting up there. I'm talk- we're talking about the the game going on in front of us with Ken Danico. It was, it was cool. It was cool. Well, we moved after the first period. We're like, all right, we're, this is good. We had a, we had a taste. <laughs> we got it. We had a taste. My dad was probably like jumping out of his skin which i couldn't tell if he was right which means he's jumping out of his skin sitting there quietly that means he's dying if inside. he's like sitting and there's like that's just the smallest curl of the <laughs> i think i think i saw that that means jackpot i think i saw that um you have to learn how to decode my father, which is taking me like six. I'm, no, I want to say it's taking me like twenty-one years. I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm twenty-six I, people, just so you know. Yeah. All <laughs> right. Five years of solid stability. Yeah, all right, look over here. Smile. I'm taking. A, I'm, I'm going to upload this shot. But here, look over here. Give me a big smile. Okay, cool. Thank you. Uh, so, part of your job back then was yes. fan interaction. Oh, that was the best part. Meeting the kids was the best part too. They were the best. Again, what about the adults though? Was that so much fun? Yeah. I actually, <laughs> Silence crickets. Yeah, to, you, know, you hesitated. I, that's cool. Um, yeah. I think I like between periods you, you had to like, – uh, no you would take photos like, with no them. No one was like kind of sassy to us. Um, I'm talking so about I know us. like I know – Because most of the time we were just standing in front of our like little section. You had a platform, And yeah. people would just come take pictures of us. And for the most part, everyone was like really great. And normally it's just like someone comes in, hops in the line, takes a picture, and they're out. Yes. So like there's not much like talking. We got some like creepy dude who was like hey, – Yeah, I'm trying – like that's what where my mind first went. I was like, do I have any creepy stories? But I really, you know, pretty much everyone was like really respectful. Well, I think the thing is, uh, when you're like, there's like eight of you or ten of you, yeah. to one, it was like, dude, don't don't screw this up. Yeah, and around. everyone for the most part who like came to take a picture with us or yeah. really came to that part of the stadium, um, like they were they liked us. So <laughs> yeah, you know, um, yeah, the fans were great. Yeah, I have here's the thing: like I know how dudes are. I know hockey male hockey fans are so yeah I, especially yeah. when you mix alcohol into it but i right. swear i don't i don't have a bad experience i can't even like recall one so everything was super positive right on yeah you know <laughs> you know <laughs> you know that's cool uh the promo appearances so you did stuff outside of yes dancing um, the, during games my favorite promo appearance my top two favorites the first one was atlantic city so they sent us all the way down to the um, Was this for uh, like store openings or like alcohol or um, – No, this like, was this um, was like, to promote um, – they have a side team, right? Um, uh, like minor leagues? Yeah, like the, the, like the Albany team, Devils? And, the Albany yeah. Devils. So we went to go promote them um, down at Atlantic City. But my favorite promotion that we ever did was um, <coughs> in Rockefeller Center in New York City. And they sent two – it was me and um, the other like – 
fan favorite Ashley. Oh, the redhead. Oh, yeah, there? yeah. That, um, so yeah, said, when we were talking about creepy dudes, I was talking about us, oh, like she's me. A fan she was the only me and Sunday Jeff seen. and Brian Johnson, and not so much Walt, but yeah, um, yeah we were we were always like what, she uh, was the diehard fan favorite. We were kind of like, is that redhead? Over and she's there? also no. the sweetest girl, sweetest sweetest girl. Um, so they sent both of us, and then there was also um, an island, two Islanders ice girls. No, yeah. maybe there was like three or four. Maybe there was three. Um, and then I think they had some other people, and basically it was a whole fan interaction promoting a bunch it wasn't even like devils related right. but they had like a whole thing promoting like um soccer and hockey and something else and so for the hockey portion of it they wanted some of the nhl yeah okay it's um, like rep- yeah you were yeah. representing yes like rep- um, so that representing was, that was really really cool um it was a lot of fun i got to drive like a simulated um like nascar sort of like oh, that's dri- cool. what, yeah. the, what the driver's yeah, actually yeah, yeah. like test pilot or whatever to learn how to drive for right. nascar um and i actually did really well they told me they were like are you sure you're in the right profession like the, I, I literally like was one of the fastest people all night. You could be like the like, next like, Danica Patrick. Cow. Yeah, I know. Next Danica. It's not Patrick. too late. It's not too late, except I've seen you drive that that Benzo you have. It's you're it's, it's a little dangerous. <laughs> yeah, my friends will attest that sometimes a little crazy. <laughs> just, just be careful. But I guess it's in your blood. If it's in your blood, then I guess so. Maybe I I really think um you know Christine will attest uh, one of my best friends yes. she would attest there was one one time that we were driving in the city and we we're running really late for a show and I like professional taxi drivered it all the way to the show and we made it just five <laughs> like bobbing weaving you didn't hit any pedestrians you have, you have no idea how fancy my driving was like cut it like I practically drove on the sidewalk and like <laughs> got okay <us> there. <laughs> so fancy guys. <laughs> Okay. Um, but yeah, so must have been a past life. Amazing. Amaze. Amaze. <laughs> <Totes> amaze. <laughs> um, what do you think? There's, there's all these stories coming out, lawsuits um, from yes. other um, professional uh, sports dancers yeah. uh, about the pay that they didn't think that, that you know, they're getting paid for appearances. They're not getting paid. For yeah, things. the pay's not the pay's not the best, right? But I, I mean, do you strike me as someone who did it because you loved it? Did it because um, I loved it? I mean, the, the pay's still good; they still pay you. But like, honestly, like they and depending on like which team you go to, <laughs> like they pay you more for things, right? Um, but yeah, you definitely can't make a full time job out of it. No, definitely not. Are pretty much everyone who's on a professional dance team or cheerleading team. Um, you have to work at least a part time job inside. Right. A lot of people are in school too. Did they but. did they outline this before you got in there? Um, like the, the pay, yeah. No, I and, don't think so. You auditioned not knowing the pay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, but they tell you after but you make the team. But it's a pretty general standard across the board that what dancers get paid yeah. per game. It's just a matter of like how much they'll pay you per practice right. or per promo or stuff like that that differs. Right. And then it's like how many practices do you have a week and stuff. So, so that's how it differs. So you, you kind of do your own math. Yeah. And I mean, you know what you 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 knew you knew what you were getting into. I guess yeah. some of these other ladies didn't. And when perhaps. I when I was dancing, I was like a little baby coming out of college. I didn't even know what the heck was going on. Right. Like money was the last thing I cared about at that moment, you know? Um, my <laughs> At the time, my parents were not so supportive of this, like, professional dance career. So when I told <laughs> them coming out of college that I wanted to audition for dance yeah. teams and not get, like, a, you know... <laughs> like an office job. Legit like legit yeah. job that they thought was appropriate for me. Right. Um... I remember my dad actually telling me, he was like, all right. He's like, have your fun. Audition this summer. Like, he was yeah. like, if you don't make a team, it's done. Like, be done with it. <laughs> and, I, but, and you know, yeah, in like his very serious, like, yep. you know, mm-hmm. when he says something, like, that's for real. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So I was really lucky that I made the Devils um, because if I hadn't, it, there, it wouldn't have even been in the cards. Right. Um, 
you know, but now now it's come full circle, and now out. they've kind of really fully accepted that they're not going to get um, the child that I think they <laughs> they wanted. So, oh, I think they got something better. My I friend. think so too. <laughs> we'll see if they agree. <laughs> I, I, um, but yeah, yeah, I think they so. got they got something better. Uh, they were definitely surprised. I think um, you know to give some backstory. My dad is Indian. My mom is Croatian. Right. And I was raised, you know, the shy, little, timid, you know, brunette, academic, academian, let's say. Right. Um, yeah, no, I mean, no, you double major um, at NYU for God's yeah, sake. You're freaking yeah. brilliant. Econ and math. Brilliant over here. I'm being um, serious. Not a very small percentage of the population has done that. So. Yes. Let's say that. Um, so. They, I think they, you know, they bred, you can stereotype, I was raised to be like an Indian daughter. So I was like this <laughs> shy, brown haired, you know, mathematician um, who my parents were breeding to be like a lawyer or a doctor or something along the lines. And instead they got this blonde dancer. <laughs> <laughs> well, now a blonde dancer runner. Exactly. <laughs> They got one more thing out of that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, as much as I joke, they actually are very supportive. Um, I just like to. I, 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 know, their I, I know they are. We talk a lot. We, I've talked to your dad at length. About, he's very proud. Oh, that's so nice. He's very proud. I know he was. Yeah, I, I, think, I think he may have said like he was wary in the beginning. Or maybe you, you told me that. That's an understatement. <laughs> um, I think he was more worried about you. They just don't understand it. That's the thing is that they had they come from a world where like this doesn't happen. Right. So like the, I understand that they're just trying to provide the best that any parent wants. They, yeah. They're providing what they think they know best for their child. Right. And, you know, but sometimes children want to go. Well, I, mean, I think he was more worried about you being like objectified and maybe. <laughs> we never talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I mean we didn't really talk about it either, but, but I mean yeah, sure. I, I mean I had did that come up at all though? I was actually very no we don't talk about things like oh, that okay. in my family. Okay, um, neither do me and my not family. Disgusted. Like that there, but I I don't know if you said there was an episode where I had to wear a speedo for the show. Like I never, I don't talk about that. With no, mom we, just, and dad. we just don't we don't. I, I had to wear Wonder Woman underwears once for the show. <laughs> I, we don't talk about that either. Um, my parents are very proud, by the way. Yes, exactly. Yeah, my my dad has said nothing. Um, oh, and oh. I'm actually very surprised at how. Much he said nothing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Make that a sentence. Well, no, I, I think uh, I, I, as far as the, um, the the Devil's Dancers were, they were very conservative compared to a lot yeah. of the league. Uh, if you look at the the Islanders, Ice Girls, a little more revealing, I would say, yes. their outfits. I know, like, um, like I believe there's, like, a Miami team. Oh, yeah. The Miami fl- Heat is pretty. I, I actually wanted to bring this They're up. Talented, uh, the but that's the Panthers. Racy. Yeah, the Panthers had a uh, had ice. Uh, they're called the Ice Girls. Yeah. Um, I was friends with a dude who worked in the front office, and he's like, hey, man, I'm sending you uh, some of the calendars. I'm like, okay, thanks. And uh, I'd gotten a Devil's Dancer calendar. Actually, you're, you're October 2011, <laughs> um, which means I have it hanging up in my office. It so does for- my dad, which I look nothing like my father. So one of his coworkers <laughs> came in and was like, dude, what's going on there? And he has like the whole, yeah. like, the whole poster mm-hmm. and he was like, that's my daughter. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, he's, he's like, dude, this is like a little inappropriate. For- Hashtag awkward. <laughs> so inappropriate. Don't you think? He was like, dude, that's my daughter. Like back, back off. Back off. So um, I'd gotten the it's it's you and your your uniforms yes. for the calendar. Which that calendar was literally like we didn't even pose for it. Those are like just our headshots yeah. that we took for the team. Yeah. Um, and they just threw it together because we were doing a promo with Subway. Right. Um, and Subway I remember I got my Subway uh, coupons on the bottom. That's right. Um, 
but yeah, so that wasn't the, we didn't even we weren't even aware that was happening. Yeah. One day we had a calendar. We're like, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what, what what month am I? Okay, cool. October exactly. 2011. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, uh, but so he sent me up a. He was like, well, I'll send you some of the Panthers calendars. I I looked at it and they're all in like bikini, like. It's it's very Miami though. Well, you it's know the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders do that too. Yeah, they're but they're in bikinis and like they're like whoa, I'm like whoa. Yes, and you know I'm. I think we got like two. Me and Brian Johns are fighting over them. We're like no, <laughs> no I, I saw for we're like we're like pulling on it. We rip it in half. Yeah. yeah, I don't think my I think my dad would be fine with it. He's he's like aware of what happens now. So honestly, <laughs> it's my mom that's a little bit way more conservative than my father. Believe it or not, it's it's really my mom that I think uh, would be the one to. Uh, though honestly, they wouldn't say anything. They know at this point. Yeah. They know it's like you know sexy dancing, you know. Right. <laughs> so. Whatever. <laughs> I love it. It makes me want to feel attractive. <laughs> Maybe we should end this conversation. All right. Okay. Yeah. Let's start. Uh, enough. Enough said. Um, did you get to keep the uniforms? No. Because every year that you don't go back, like they recycle the right. same old, like 18 to 20 uniforms. So no, I didn't get to keep okay. it. Okay. We, we, we had a running joke with uh, Wall Flying and the biggest Devils fan I know. And I was like, dude, maybe we, we get one of those for your wife. Like you take it home and like, you know, we had this whole running joke. Um, that we were cracking each other up. Uh, we were making ourselves laugh one night, <laughs> trying to. Uh, then we were trying to figure out how we could get one. And uh, it's pretty simple. I mean, it's just a red dress with one shoulder, right? And then the things that you think are boots are actually leg warmers, right? Yeah, a lot of fans were confused by that. They're like, "Where'd you Where'd you get the boots?" We're is like, that the uh, leg warmers? Is that as I do not about you know? Results. <laughs> were they? Were, like, did you really? Cool? Is that the kind of feedback you got? Where they were confused? Maybe this is my mother. Maybe this oh, is okay. <laughs> Okay, so I didn't think there were fans. Uh, you know. I, don't, I don't know if I had an in-depth conversation with a fan about this. Um, but yeah. The biggest question we get is, well, for people who don't know, they're like, right. where do you dance? Which obviously we're on, you know, like the little section 16. Yes. And then the second question was like, are you cold? And really? Yeah. That's a big question? People, people ask, are you cold? And we're like, hell no, we're sweating. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's really hot. <laughs> Um, a lot of the times we take the pom poms and it would like create some air friction, right? And then we'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> okay, not the big sheet of ice in front of you." No, it's cold. It's really hot. <laughs> I know that you're you're, dancing con- constantly. you're literally constantly moving for yeah. you know like up to four minutes. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Um, so yeah, we look like kind of you know like we should be cold, but we're not. <laughs> so you know, that's too. Uh, do you ever have any like embarrassing moments or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. Um, so as a dancer, I'm probably one of the clumsiest people you'll ever meet. (laughs) You? No. (laughs) Um, so this is actually how I ended my second season. Um, I think I sprained my ankle again. I think I sprained my ankle. Stop doing it. I know. (laughs) I don't, I don't remember. It's hard to say, but, uh, yeah, I think I sprained my ankle. So we were in the locker room, um, (laughs) and in the locker room for us, there was like a big TV, like up on the side. Yeah. And I was sitting, like, closest to it, and we had, like, folding chairs to sit in. And my coach was like, oh, AJ, you know, can you can you turn off the TV? Because we were about to, like, start prepping and going through from whatever, doing, like, our pregame ritual. Right. Because um, normally we'd come in, you do your makeup, and you have your own time. We just chat and have fun. But now we're getting serious. So I was like, yeah, sure. So, Wait, I, so it was kind of like game time. It's game time. Kind of like the players. It's literally, like, like, 30 to 40 minutes before game is about right, to start. Right, and it's like, you yeah. change. Okay. Yeah. I'm in uniform, hair, makeup, done. Right. We're about ready to go, whatever. I get up on this folding chair. And I'm straddling it side to side. So, like, I'm facing perpendicular to it. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, and so I'm standing on it. And I go to reach to turn off the TV. Right. And all of a sudden I feel, uh, 
so, a little wobbly. It's, gi- <laughs> it's, like, oh. it's giving way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel it shake a little bit, but I get it. And I'm like, we're good. Hit the TV. Right. And then all of a sudden, boom, like my left foot completely, like the chair folds in on itself. My left ankle rolls. I fall off the back of the chair. It was like right. in slow motion. I was like, oh, you know, like whatever. <laughs> like you could, Falling. it was like you were watching yourself. I, well, I guess so. Okay. And I literally start falling over the chair backwards. And I mean, it's not that high, but there we have like a bucket of, of ice water where we put our water bottles. <laughs> yes. And I literally fell like seat first, bam, into the bucket of water. <laughs> which Did you get stuck in the bucket? I was not stuck okay. in the bucket. It was a big <laughs> rectangular bucket. Okay. <laughs> Only like four inches tall, but it was super right. cold. And literally as it happened, like all my teammates were like, oh, AJ, like, oh my God. And my first thought, I kid you not, was, oh my God, my uniform is wet. Like, how am I going to dance? <laughs> and I'm like freaking out and I get up and I'm fine. And, but like my uniform and like, we're just trying to dry off the dress or whatever. Um, my coach is like cracking up. Um, and I don't even realize like in this whole thing that like my ankle has been rolled. And so literally like, I'm like feeling it and like, I'm rolling it out and it's like, okay. Um, and I went on to dance on it halfway through the game. And by, I want to say by the third period, yeah. I couldn't even stand on it. And they had me, they took me off right. and they had me like walking around the stadium <clears throat> to do like promo work. Um, and from that moment on, I was out for the rest of the season. But, um, so yeah, I was out on wow, the Wow, like season ending, ending injury. So, season ending it ankle happens. injury. So this is like redemption. Yeah. This is like complete running a race on my other sprained yeah. ankle. Redemption for I think, uh, two years ago. I think ago. you've earned it. I think I've come back. Think, speaking of the race, uh, my goal was to try to run with you guys as much as possible. <laughs> I, I wanted to be there to win. My goal, my goal was to witness you guys finish the uh, across the finish line, which I did. That was a really cool. Finish um, line. What were when you when you cross that when you saw the line when you yeah. crossed it? What were your what was your first thought? Um, oh, I was like, "Where's Ming and Sam?" Really? <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Huh?" I was like, "I wonder if they're in the crowd somewhere." <laughs> we were there. We were, we were there listening to the guy we being there. like, "You guys need to move." We, uh, <laughs> we were like, yeah, there did was you a, run 13 miles, sir. <laughs> yeah, there was a dude did, trying so. to get us to move, and I'm like, "I'm not moving, dude." I was like, I'm "We not paid moving. 100 dollars to run this, yeah. and we just ran 13 miles." Yeah. So yeah, carry on. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. gave no names and he didn't make eye contact. He's like, you can't stand here and wait for your friends. He was talking about us. He was talking about us the whole yeah. time. Like, yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, I won't tell you again. I'm going to have security escort you guys out. Like, we were like, security? What are you talking about? Yeah, she was. She broke down. What? She broke down. Yeah. It was. She she broke down crying. You're yeah, crying? It was, it was like awesome. Stanley did. Like, yeah. It was like tears of happiness, which I thought I thought was cool. Yeah. I think I think that would have happened for me had I like – I, the entire time I was like, I felt I had to keep checking myself because my rule, since my doctor told me I can't like fully exert myself, my rule for running was that I could never run. This is the rule I set for myself that I would never run faster, fast enough that I would start breathing through my mouth. Okay, yeah. I wanted to keep it like that's, really calm. That's, a, that's so that's why that's like, a great I don't know if you technique. guys remembered, like every time we would kind of come into a line, I would sometimes like fall back yeah. because it would be me catching myself. Right. And I'd be like, God. Damn it. Yeah. You have to calm it down. Don't be a hero. That's a great technique though. Well, I think that's why I'm not feeling like dead Yeah. today. Adrenal like wise. Right, right. You know, I'm not having like a bat. Because if you remember, I took those dance classes that one time yes. in the city. And it was so much fun. I felt great in the dance classes. Yeah. And then after. But then for a week after I paid for it so hard. Yeah. Like I was, I was literally like down in the dumps, like so tired. Because my body just couldn't. Like it was too much for my adrenals yeah. to, to process at this time. Um. So yeah. So I think I did smart. As smart as it is to run, given this. 13 miles. But I told my doctor, and my doctor was really happy. She's like, I'm glad it's over. I'm, uh, yes, I'm <laughs> glad you didn't uh, 
kill yourself. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm really I'm shocked. I was really envisioning all the worst case scenarios yeah. that could have happened. Right but on. yeah. So, you know, now that done and over with, yeah. you're a little recovered. Would you do it again? I asked her the same question. I actually would. Yeah? In the moment when I was feeling... Like right we, after it Sam sucked. and I completely like downward spiraled. Yeah. Like we crossed the finish line and it was like fun and Danny. Oh, let's stretch. A <laughs> little bit better. Let's get a banana. Okay, fine. And then it was like like completely like head in hands, like about to vomit. Like <laughs> we need to yeah, get back to guys- the hotel. This is so much walking. So much crash. It was the most quiet walk, yeah. somber walk. I've never, like, I, I don't think I've walked so far in my life with my head straight down to the ground. Right. Like, yeah, it was bad. It, uh, <laughs> you guys need to eat before the race. Just my, you know, you don't have to take this advice. Let's, let's take advice. it one step further. Okay. We need to actually eat wake during... up in time for Okay, the race. well, okay. <laughs> yes. That, okay, step number one, I, wake we up. Need one to, one we step need to even eat. more further. No, we need know to... when the race starts. Right. <laughs> know when the race starts. My my rule, this is just me. My rule of thumb is to be at the starting line an hour before the race starts. Oh well, we missed that. Yeah, we, did. <laughs> we were not. That's there. usually yeah. my rule of thumb. Do the people know the story? Yes. Oh great. Yeah, about about yeah, how it was. Oh wonderful. It was literally seven fifteen. So then this is relevant. Race starts at eight. You were like, I'll be down forty five minutes. Like, <laughs> okay. Listen, listen, you're cutting it a little close. Well, you texted us, and I was like, Ming texted us. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he's really early. <laughs> but I wasn't. I was kind of late. <laughs> Well, according to your rule, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you came just in time for your rule. Right. Too bad for us. We were going to go, like, all out. Like, we had so many plans for, like, how yep. we are going to get ready, right. and it just didn't didn't suffice. Yeah. Um, you scramble a little bit. Yeah, bit. speaking little of bit. scramble, we didn't. Well, that's what I'm here for. I'm here, I'm here <laughs> to keep you guys in line, I guess. I'm here to keep you in line. The problem is, if you're, asking, if you're looking to me to keep you in line, you're in trouble. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> not one to... Not really one to, yeah. Not really what one does to that eat. say about us? I don't know. <laughs> well, you didn't really look for me. I kind of volunteered, so. Yeah. Well, thank God you were like, you decided to meet us at the hotel. Like uh, That just kind of happened. That wasn't my intention, but I happened to be walking by. Yeah. And, I feel um, like had we had he not been there, we would have been like on our merry way, strolling down. The race would have started. We probably would have just like hopped into Corral 20 as they were like <laughs> crossing the start line. <laughs> Right, or you just would have jumped in yeah. at some point. And, you know, yeah, we would have been all messed up. We would yeah. have been frazzled. It would, frazzled. We would have gotten that awesome like pre-race shot. You know, <laughs> oh, I gotta so look for the we, right we photo. It is so hashtag. That was like oh, the, right. that was a statement of the weekend. The whole thing. It's, it's so, so real, real right now. now. <laughs> it's so real. We'd like be crossing the finish line, and we're like, it's so real right it's now. So real. <laughs> well, I, you did it, especially like it was very inspiring. I know you guys set this goal a while ago, and yeah. you trained, and you you know you both weren't able to train optimally. Yeah, which which is fine. It's but by coastal training. Yeah, I think I'd like I mean, to do another one. When well, it, and really train properly. Well, here's the thing: that's like, exactly well, there, that's there's that. There's two. You've run this one. You have a time. So now you have a time yeah. to kind of beat. I'm really excited about it because my time's pretty slow. So I'm pretty sure I can beat it. <laughs> All I have to do is run the whole thing, and I can beat it. <laughs> even even if you beat it, then you know you kind of measure how much you beat it by, and then you just kind of go from there. Yeah. No, I actually I have thought about this to myself because this is probably me and like one of like my lowest like health points like autoimmune disease. Yeah, you freaking ran a half and marathon. And I ran a half marathon. I'm like, wow, that's pretty. Cool. And I was like saying to Sam, I was like, the word of the day is gratitude. Like yeah. I'm in full gratitude for like what my body has been able to accomplish right. and things like that, given circumstances. And I was like, I would love to then go and run one when this is all over with and I'm at like my peak right. and it's like autoimmune disease <laughs> gone and see the difference. You know, that mm. would that would probably be the moment that I cry. Because that yeah. would be accomplishment. There you, you go. Know? That would be cool. We, uh, we hope to be there. I'll do one of those like because I said so. 
Thanks for that. Because I said we, I would. And I'll give it to both of you. Okay. I'll get yeah. twofold back. <laughs> we, we hope to be there when you do that. Well, since I'm giving you the cards, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we might not be there, but we hope to be there when you cross well, that we line. we were thinking about running seaweeds. But <laughs> uh, series is, is the Lululemon half marathon. The Lululemon, the the athletic wear company. The problem with that one is uh, it sells out within like two hours. Of it sold out in like ten minutes. That really yeah. wasn't the problem. We just didn't sign up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ming texted me at like noon, Los Angeles time. Yeah, I was like, listen, was I, like, I, was like I think we missed it. I think it. we missed it. <laughs> we missed it. <laughs> it was like, yeah, we decided it's really expensive. It's really expensive. It's, it's destinationy. It is, but uh, this is. I mean, yeah, this is why I do it. Like, I like to travel, so why not combine the two? Yeah, except I get fired. We're, we're poor. <laughs> you got time. We got time. You we got, got time. You got, we got time. You got, got time. time. You want to do it Maui? It was on Maui. I, I just put Maui. Maui. Yeah, I just put Maui Sounds on my hot. list. Like temperature wise? <laughs> yes, otherwise. <laughs> Sounds like attractive men will be there. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if you ever did. Maybe some women do. <laughs> and uh, if you ever want to do a full, I'll be, I'll be there if you want. I could see it happening one day. Here's the thing. I'll be at the finish line cheering you on <laughs> with, with the sign that says "worst parade ever." I mean, I no, my favorite is y'all are really good at exercise. Y'all are really good. <laughs> I know. I thank you, sign man. Who holds? Yeah, that. I saw another one. I run faster. I just farted. There was, <laughs> was a kid holding it too. It was pretty funny. Aww. But I know everybody says this, but like, if I can do it, you guys can totally do it. A full. Like I'm I, anybody who knows me from anyone who knows me from back in the day, like I was freaking butterball, like you know, clocking you know, like a lot of weight, eating Taco Bell every day. I didn't know that. Like, yeah, oh yeah. What was the switch? Um, the switch was uh, I think after I got married, uh, I started working out hardcore with my wife. That 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 helped out a lot. This That's is, awesome. What'd you guys do? Uh, just we just we just ate better and worked out like That's awesome. a lot. Uh, we go to the gym. Like we made a point to go to the gym for at least some portion of the every day. That's awesome. Um, Were you running back then? I wasn't running um, initially, and then I ha- one day I decided to just hop on the treadmill and see if I could do ten minutes. You're like, this looks cool. It didn't. No, no, I was. I was just like, <laughs> I was like this. Like it looks like it sucks. That's why I haven't done it already. But I'll see if I can do it. Yeah. So I ran ten minutes. I survived that. Upped it to fifteen, twenty. Yeah. And it's literally the first two weeks of running that are the hardest. Yeah. It, yeah. It really is. Mm-hmm. You just yeah. gotta keep at it. Yeah. Um, and then you like kind of break that threshold. Yeah. And then you're kind of okay. Yeah. And then, and then you um, slap it a little bit more every time. And you're yeah. Good. And once I hit 30 minutes, it was about three miles. I was like, wait, that's a 5K. Yeah. And one and then day, just like kind of snowballs. Yeah. One day I decided, I was like, if I can do this on the treadmill, I should try it outside during a like I should just sign up for a race, just yes. see if I could do it. And I, I used to be a very religious treadmill runner. Like, would not step outside. Yeah. Really? I'm a very OCD. Like, I like to control like things in my life. Right. Um. Or at least know what's happening around me. Yeah. And the treadmill seemed very like I knew what pace I was running. It was always even. I knew I was constantly running that right. pace. This is the mathematician talking. This is why. <laughs> this is like I like numbers. And why you're not mathematician Yeah, I like knowing out. stuff like that. And so running outside was like – which is weird because we ran cross country. But yeah. like now – like I like just, never ran on the treadmill. Like yeah. I was just like a woods girl. Like, oh my god. I loved woods. the treadmill. And now from tra- – I never ran on the treadmill once training for this half marathon. Yeah. And now it's completely flipped where I'm like, oh, hell no. I yeah, you got to be outside. outside to, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, completely. Um, so yeah, I just started running smaller races. Uh, I didn't go distance until uh, I met some of your colleagues at Lululemon who decided to train for a half marathon. I jumped in with them. That's awesome. And that's when I did my first really? one. Yeah. What? Yeah. Who'd you run with? Uh, I ran with uh, our friend Lauren Brunelli. Oh, my oh. God. That was her and, uh, race. 
No freaking way. And uh, our friend Jody. Okay. Yeah. My friend, uh, my friend Roxanne, who is. So how was there. your first half marathon? Um, it was it was good. It was pretty smooth. Um, yeah. I trained. I had a six week window to train. I yeah. trained fairly religiously, even yeah. though it was like really cold out. Yeah. I um and I did it and um yeah I mean it was painful, and but I kept I didn't stop. Yeah. Do you feel like they get better after they your get first better? One? They definitely because get better. now you've run it. They so definitely get better. That's what I figured. It's it's all it really is mental. Like if you put okay. in your mind. You're going to run 5K, then you'll run 5K and you'll feel like crap at the end of it. Right. So if you put in your mind, you're going to run 13, you'll run the 13. Right. And I think the hardest part about the <clears> first <throat> one was like, I think the longest we've both run before was 10. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, crap. Yeah. Like, yeah I mean, you know what off. it feels like. But you, now we've run three, 13. You yeah. Know, we've done, we've covered 13 right. miles. Right. You have that confidence. You kind of know like time-wise and distance-wise how long it is. You kind of yeah. know, yeah. you know, it's going to suck near the end no matter what. Yeah. Um, yeah. 11 was a big mile. I was like, I did it. I did 11. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, you only have two more miles to go, so start going. <laughs> the hardest part of that course was running – okay, you're going to have to help me again. Okay. Running up the Squiggly River. Skookle? Skookle River. The Skookle River. It might as well. The Squiggly River. The Skookle River. It's literally like the same freaking view. It's like the same trees. Yeah. The same river. Right. And like there's a part where you're like, I think I'm there. I think I – because when you turn around, yeah. Sam told – it's like right. not, you're at mile nine. Yeah. It's home stretch. And it's like it literally that bridge never ever came, and like there was a point where like we turned. <laughs> That's true. That bridge did and it not looked, come. and I was like, but n- no. Yeah, basically, we ran part. up uh, the right side of a river, and then the turnaround point was a bridge, this little yeah. white iron bridge, and then you run yes. back. Yes. And I agree, it was very boring. I but, knew, yeah. I knew East Falls. I did a recording with uh, Boy Wonder, the guy who yes. was at the mm-hmm. last uh, mile Stop marker. Him. He recorded right at a studio, um, and we cut a song together. Right when you get like out of the woodsy part and it's kind of like actual human like population over here, um, which is like right before the bridge. So as soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, the bridge is coming now because I know where we are. And that's where like the cheer stations for Lululemon would be and like all that stuff. So I, was I was really like, sad Lululemon was I was there. really sad that they that weren't there. That was a real there. miss. Yeah. Sorry, Walnut Street. Sorry, Missed. Walnut Street. <laughs> Fail. Yeah, I was waiting for that. Really disappointed in you. And we- <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. I'm not bitter. Yeah. But – more better. <laughs> I um I think they get they definitely get easier, especially mentally. So you, yeah. you're prepared. Like once you've done something, you're confident. Yeah. Your, your your confidence builds up. So we've been talking about like how how we're going to keep running. Yeah. Right. Now well, like, yeah, you know. Well, my friends. Oh boy. Oh boy. Well, you're heading back in a few days. Oh, but yeah. if you're here, yeah, that which well, stinks. Cry for Not a few days, but you've got I over. Have, you've got have, over a week. Got a week. Got, got over a week. week. Now you you're going to be here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm running. I'm running a half marathon in two weeks. Uh, here at the Jersey Shore. I'm, I can't do it. My, okay. my doctor will kill okay. me. Okay, I know. She'll I'm literally just, fly I know. here I'm just throwing and it out there. Me. She will murder me I'm in just my throwing sleep. it out there. Talking about sleep, can I tell you that I took my brace off, my ankle brace, right. in the middle of the night without even being aware of it? I am a, I am a like conscious sleeper in the sense that like right. if I wake up in the middle of the night, I know what's going on. Like I know if I'm answering my phone or if I have to go to the bathroom or if I have to open the window right. or something. I'm a very aware that it happened. And literally this morning I woke up and my brace was sitting on my nightstand. And I was like, like, how did this happen? What the? It's like my body telling me that I'm healed. You don't need this stuff. <laughs> right, let's throw that out there. But yeah, you will be, it's, it gets more it – gets, it's yeah, it definitely gets easier from here on. Oh, good. Like you'll be traveling to another city. You'll find oh, out good. there's a half marathon the yeah, next day like and you'll jump make, in like, and a, run it. a fun trip out of it. Now I want to do one that's a little bit more varied. 
Oh, okay. Mean that we're not. Well, here's the thing. The you river. can. Here's the thing. <laughs> you <laughs> Here's the thing. You've done it. Wasn't It was kind of straight. You've done <laughs> it. <laughs> you know you can do it. You can pick any destination you want from here on. Yeah, let's pick something want, really cool. You want to do Vegas? Do Vegas. You want to do Maui? Do Maui. You want to do you know, uh, one we of the? Were, I was talking about visiting her in March, and we were maybe going to go to Vegas. We just create a course. Just <laughs> run like, our own half marathon. What are the odds that there's a half marathon? <laughs> it's a little in that warm. Exact week. A little warm there in March, but yeah. Yeah, but I mean, conveniently, is, there was half marathon <clears throat> during my trip home. Because remember, this yeah. sort of fell into place because I was already singing in a wedding. That's correct. Yeah, there's one. Uh, there's a Hollywood half marathon, which I, it's actually on my list. Um, which the starting line is like two blocks from where you're, where where. Uh, yeah, it lives. happened. It was. I can't remember what month it's in. My friend, a friend of mine, ran it, and it looked pretty cool. But I, rem- I remember walking out. I think I was going. Well, I got to Javista, where I always go, and I was walking down the street, and I was like, "No, Hollywood Boulevard's closed." <laughs> There's like a runner. I was really late. It was really late in the day. There's like one person walking. Like, <laughs> 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 I like just woke up. I'm like, "What's going on in the world?" <laughs> uh, All the streets are closed. Surprise. <laughs> let's see. Uh, Hollywood half marathon, five k and ten k. Um, I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find a date here. Oh, can I tell you the worst part? My worst you running injury. The worst running side effect of this weekend was nothing to do with my ankle. Nothing to do with my body it creaking. It was the chafing that my <laughs> ankle brace caused right, on that's, the top that's, of my no. ankle. Literally, a whole layer of skin has come off. And that's, it's like raw. That's yeah, that's huge. Aquaphor. Look at this like band-aid. Oh my god, look at this band-aid situation I've got going on Girl. right now. Yeah. That's huge. It's I'm legit. I'm very fortunate. A lot of men uh have um they get nipple chafing. They actually sell these little things that you can stick on them. They're called nippets. We would know about stuff like that. Oh, okay. Well I, luckily <laughs> I, I don't suffer from this. I don't know why. I guess like I like their iron or Must something. Must be that but, like really sweet little lemon gear you're wearing. Uh I believe it is, yes. <laughs> Plug. Yes. <laughs> Way to fun. go. Raise right there. <laughs> a raise. <laughs> yes. F- Chip Wilson, that girl deserves a- <laughs> <laughs> Yes, give her. Give Two her. Two more Give her a <laughs> yeah. Oh, AJ couldn't hear the little ching. I, know, I heard the ching. Yeah, I heard the it, people. What is the ching? Yeah. Oh, because like, money I got, metaphorical yes, bank. I got a sound effect. Metaphorical bank. Right, Thank you for running. Thank you for inspiring. Oh my god, it's awesome. It's you I'm know, really proud of us. I, I'm, really I'm extremely weekend. yes, and I'm trying to inspire anybody listening right now to just get. Who just is do listening? It. How does podcasting work? Uh, well, pod- <laughs> what are we doing? Normally, po- normally podcasting like uh, I'll record this and then we'll put it up and it gets posted later on in iTunes and people mm-hmm. download it. Um, but we're I have a live stream we're going as live well, right so we're now. online live as well. So that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know this world. I don't tweet. I don't podcast. I have an iPhone. I'm really good with the iPhone. But yeah, I don't know. I've been chatting with us. Yeah, and then people tweet in and you know, no freaking way. Being <laughs> posted the photo. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that's from yesterday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it's bringing me back. Oh, the sushi. That's so fun. I had that for breakfast. <laughs> breakfast of champions. So yeah. So thank you for inspiring. I had an not- egg scramble. Bringing that back. Yeah. <laughs> Who's paying attention? <laughs> So yes, thank you for inspiring. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for relaying your experiences. Oh, thank you. I liked how you pun that in there. <laughs> yes, I appreciate it. And thanks for stopping by. I literally texted you and like, oh my god, it was so like great. You stop by and yeah, yeah, just talk, just you know, talk about it. it's like we all know I love hearing my own voice. <laughs> oh, good. Well, you know, uh, hey, new podcast. You know, hey, we could do this more if you want. How often do you do this, Meg? Uh, so, uh, me and Sam Q do this every Monday night. Um, oh, she's yeah. working tonight, so yes, that's why I had Sam fill in. Yeah, she stopped by. I'm and she said hello. Sam. 
Yes, that's fine. Yeah, so, um, yeah. She, she, kind she, of an opposite I she, replacement. I think though. she's a little. I think she's. I think she's. I think she's a little jealous. I think she's a little jealous. Don't be jealous. Stan cool. and Sam. I'm jealous. I think no, her. I think Sam. She's a little jealous. I think she's just sad. She's working. I know. Can't be here. She is. Uh, and then I do a show with uh, Mike, who works at the store. We do a show about comic books every Thursday, and uh, then we do kind of like this a morning show on That's Friday mornings. Fun. Yeah. That's awesome. It is. We just it's um. It's free therapy, basically, what, is, what it amounts to. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> we should record all of our conversations. We could. <laughs> no, we, could. we shouldn't. Put it in a file. Yes. <laughs> Sam file. Log it away. Awesome. So I, thank you. Oh, thanks. Thank you so much for stopping by. Oh, my God. Thanks for having me. Sam. Yes. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. SamanthaAurelio.com. Yes. Twitter at SamanthaAurelio. Absolutely. Facebook, Samantha Aurelio Music. Uh, you're on Bandcamp too, right? I mean, you can buy tr- you, you can could, buy your music. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you could stream it. You could stream it. SamanthaAurelio.bandcamp.com. Is that what it's? At? It's either that or Bandcamp.samanthaAurelio. Honestly, I don't okay. remember which order that goes in. But okay. Try one. If it doesn't work, try the okay. other one. Hey, hey. You got it. Yeah, you All can right. stream it for free if you don't feel like throwing a buck in. So okay. You could always do that. Cool. Thank you for stopping by. Oh my thank gosh! You thank you. Thanks for the it. beer. Thank you. Absolutely. A duka. Duclaw. Duclaw. Thank you, Duclaw. We love you. Yeah, we got it. Thank Plug. you. Plug. Plug that beer. <laughs> All right. Thank you, too. Thank you to anybody you listening. Yeah. I, thanks, I guys. Thanks well. for tweeting in. That was fun. Yay. And, um, I'm glad you liked my sushi picture. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I was really excited about the sushi. <laughs> and uh, if you're listening from San Antonio, come see me, Mike, and Brian next week. Woo. Woo. Yes. And uh, all right. Thank you, guys. Good night. Thank Have you. a good night. Good night. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.